What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Reality Kingdom, where we put the real in reality, period. Period. And we definitely period. put the real in reality tonight, because Child. this cast... I'm your host, Farrell. We're joined by our wonderful co-host, Lee. Lee. Tell us about this cast, because you, cause you got some tea. What's I'm feeling so, 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 so. But, um, no. This cast is terrible. Uh, well, oh. no. The cast isn't terrible. The season is terrible. Because oh. of all of the things that Big Brother Canada has done to change what Big Brother is. Like, I was trying to be optimistic. I was trying to be that girl that was like, you know, guys, come on. And let's listen to Arissa. And, you know, mm -hmm. she knows what she's talking about. It's gonna... No. Mm -mm. You know, when she said in that interview with Isaiah over at the Silent Podcast, when she was like, we want to be able to show you these things. Well, guess what? You can't and you won't. Okay? <laughs> We're not getting digital dailies on the weekends at all. You're dropping them mm -hmm. at random times. It could be midnight mm -hmm. here. One day it's 7 a.m. The next day it's in the middle of the goddamn day. There's no hype for the show. The timeline is dead. Dead. Dead as hell. Literally, you know, when Big Brother is going on, you make a tweet and you go into the hashtag, you won't see the tweet you just made. Baby, you make a tweet, come back an hour, scroll one page, it's right there. Man, man you have to scroll. Everybody gonna see it. It's very sad. It's very sad. Like they are really ruining their own show. I mm -hmm. will say the overall game at first, I wasn't feeling it because it just I'm felt like okay, it. we saw this a mile away. Like the boys are running it, they're linking up, mm -hmm. they're building their parachutes, mm -hmm. everyone is just being dumb and following up behind them. Mm -hmm. But now that we have a little bit more developments on kind of what I mean, there's infighting happening. We know mm -hmm. more where other people stand in the house. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more interested. Mm -hmm. However, it's just the my connection to it is never going to fully be there without 24-7 live feeds. Like, it's just Period. not... Because these digital dailies, it's a drag to get through. It really is. Mm -hmm. I, sometimes I don't want to watch them. And then sometimes I get to see that half of the digital day. Girl, the digital dailies is half game, half bullshit. When I tell you there is half, hours, half, 60, 40, maybe 60, 40, maybe there is like hours of the dailies of nothing. That's Dates, right. We're gonna give you, she said hours and hours of content weekly. She didn't mention that she didn't the type of information of would be nothing. Literally, 50, the, the, our, all the digital dailies have been up to two hours and 20, two hours and 30, you know, mm -hmm. roughly two hours and 30 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Literally, one of them, 50 minutes of was played, uh, they played Werewolf. For 50 minutes of the two-hour and 20-minute live feed, they, Digital Daily, they mm -hmm. played Werewolf. Literally. Today, the one that just dropped, they played, that when they were doing a double date. Double date. For like an hour. And so it's like, we're missing vital conversations for bullshit. And it's like, I don't, I don't like it. I, I really don't. It's not cute. Don't like it. But, child, we're here. We watched it, so you don't have to. Maybe, um, If you didn't watch these digital dailies, stay tuned because we will be telling you all the tea from all the digital dailies or whatever. If you see the title, we will be covering all season, the digital dailies, and we'll be telling you what the fuck is going on in the motherfucking house. Because, of course, you don't want to watch them because we didn't even want to watch them. But, hey, we're here. Tell like homework. We're here. Okay. Very much so homework. This we did our homework, so you didn't have to. <laughs> Period. Uh, period. So, let's just hop into it. So, first of all, Every Tuesday, join us. We will be here to recap these digital sometimes, Dailies. sometimes daily, mm -hmm. digital every day, every other dailies, weekly dailies, maybe these. 
Um, everyone has to be out that we're not getting weekend clips at all. Like that, what? We don't even get on a weekend, y'all. They skipping weekends like they got a break. I don't know. Do your job. You only got a year. They just giving us an unedited two-hour clip. Well, they didn't edit it because they will clip out when someone's talking about production. They do a little bleep, like. But um, anyways, if you don't want to watch them, just come here every Tuesday. Honestly, you don't have to watch them because we will be covering it every Tuesday. Every Friday, we will be rating the players, telling you about what's going on in the house overall, giving you all the tea on that with the next upcoming week. So check us out Fridays if you want to or whatever, period. But let's get into the motherfucking dailies, period. So this is week one of the digital dailies. We started off on March 8th. Um, that was a Wednesday. We got our first digital daily tea or whatever. And there are a lot of conversations that don't matter. We will be skipping them days. Mm. Um, so we start off, and the first conversation that is relevant is a conversation between Santina and Hope. Santina's mm-hmm. the HOH. Hope is a real ass nigga. Period. Period. <laughs> um, they're having a conversation outside the HOH room. Not even in it. They're outside on the floor. I don't know. But um, essentially, the energy that we get off rip is Santina does not feel warm and happy about what's what hope is what hope is doing she doesn't seem receptive at all mm-hmm. and hope seems worried that's kind of what i got from it I'm yeah like, hope looks worried as fuck santina looks un- unamused yeah um or whatever and then this is like the first game conversation we're getting so i'm trying to like really dissect like that like how are are they working together right. in this conversation? You know, Hope mentions that like if everything goes right this week, you know, it'll be really, really successful. But like neither one of them are saying too much. It's like mm-hmm. it's very clear that both of them don't fully know if they can trust each other. And mm-hmm. I feel like Santina is more aware of that in this conversation and she's actively clocking it because she's yes. asking Hope, like, okay. Well, who do you want to work with? And who are mm-hmm. you close with? And Hope mm-hmm. is mentioning that basically he's close with the guys. He goes with Zach, Jonathan, mm-hmm. and you as mm-hmm. Santina. And Santina's like, well, okay, well, why don't you try and build? Let's build something. Yeah, build something. And then Hope is just kind of like brushing it off. Like it's a very awkward conversation. Hope mm-hmm. did not handle this well at all. And immediately yeah. I was just like, what is going on? And there's like some tea about this conversation later on that I'm kind of like, what was going on here? Because we found out later some some more information. So put a pin in this conversation. Satina did not seem pleased. She seemed like she was trying to pry information. That's all. And Hope seemed like he was just saying anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, oof, this is rough. After this, we get a conversation between Vanessa and Koozie. 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 This conversation Koozie. is essentially they're discussing the fact that some of the girls need to work together. Exactly. And they get into which girls might need to work with them and which girls might be working with the boys, essentially. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the overlay of the conversation. There was a specific part where Vanessa is telling Kuzi about, about Shania and Renee, kind of. And they're trying to figure out where does Shania and Renee lie. Clearly, they thought they were with the boys. And Vanessa is kind of saying that, I'm not sure if they are because she had a conversation with Shania, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I guess, like, kind of Vanessa was doing, like, a little bit of scoping it. Like, you know, this is kind of when we start seeing the other side, the outsiders, in a way, mm-hmm. how they're feeling about these guys' lines and these guys very obviously running the game at this point. You yeah. know what I mean? They're being very open about it. And uh, they are both basically decided, like, Zach specifically, who is kind of the head of the snake, they don't really like him that much and things mm-hmm. like that. And they, like, like Sarah was mentioning, they're trying to figure out, is Shanae and Renee Loki guys, girls, or mm-hmm. girls, girls. Right. Um, and Vanessa kind of come with, come with the information that she believes that Shanae and uh, Renee will be on their side. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, 
more development show that that's more development just show. not the case. Just not the yes. case. Yes. And this is when the conversation with Zach is kind of important because it shows that neither Vanessa nor Kuzi is fucking with him. Both of them mentioned not even thinking they would be friends with him outside of the house. Yes. They can tell that he's like very calculated. He's very, very smooth. He's very, very intentional about every conversation he has. And Kuzi says, I can't tell who he's friends with, which shows me that if if a friend to everyone is a friend to no one. Is what Period. Period. Um, which will get repeated. The fuck. Uh, but yeah, she says a friend to everyone is a friend to no one, so it's not giving Zach. So it's like very clear, very early on, because mm-hmm. if you don't remember, in the episodes we saw, Zach was doing a lot of the moving pieces. So we already exactly. used some of that tea. And we just weren't sure how other people were perceiving it. And this is the first instance we get of people thinking like, it's not giving Zach. So exactly. it doesn't seem like Kuzi and Vanessa are team Zach that much, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Then this is when um, Kuzi tries to get Vanessa to tell her who Vanessa thinks has influence over Santina, kind of. And Vanessa says she thinks Zach or JM. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of kind of interesting because later on we'll see a conversation with Kuzi and JM. So, but put a pin in. But after this, <laughs> this is the conversation that confirmed <sighs> or that, that told us that y'all, it is no longer Santina, the Ilnana. It is now Bertina. Bertina. The I'm big flop. I'm so sorry. I'm so like, sorry. Bertina, the, like, the big flop. Like, Santina, I'm, like, the fall from grace, baby. Like we were, we were rooting for you. I was. I'm carrying a girl like this. This was. She was my second, third pick. Second or third pick. I was hoping for the best, and I, I got the worst. I, I felt like I felt like with Santina, she just seemed like best. someone that had a good understanding of the game. Like it's very clear that no one this season is fans like that, other than Daniel. Da- Daniel is the only person I can say for sure was a fan because JM said he was. And look how he rocked her playing. No shade. But it's just like, I thought she had a good head on her shoulder. I thought she was aware of what she was getting herself into. And it just, it's just, it just gives very naive. It does. Mm. It's sad. And so rewind back real quick to the Vanessa and Kuzi conversation. The energy of that conversation definitely gave, we just met each other, but we're slightly comfortable. Is yeah. what I would say. Now, the energy with the Zach and Santina conversation gave, this is my leader and I am the follower. Literally. No shade. But because, that's and, and, and that's something we noticed, like you said, in the episode, and we're going to talk about it out these digital days, Zach is a very prominent figure in the house. Zach is walking around talking to everybody in their mother. Basically telling them how to, literally, telling them how to play Big Brother. And Teaching he does that with Santina, and Santina, like, as with a lot of people, I feel like he's working with, they're really soaking it in, and, but Santina's the yeah. HOH. So it's like, yeah. he's it's just essentially using the fuck out of her. And also, he don't give a fuck about her. Um, so if you don't recall in the episode, um, did that get shown in the episode? I don't know. If you don't know, the boys are working together, babe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's obvious. You could start. We start from the cast photo drop alone. The boys yeah. are gonna work together. They weren't even in the house yet, and we knew. Yeah. So the boys are working together, but we see with this conversation that also Santina is at least working with Zach because Santina is telling Zach about the conversation with Hope. She's telling him a lot of the details and she's mm-hmm. saying, it's just weird because I don't know if he's, if he's mad or, or what was going on. And I, I just don't know. Um, apparently we got some tea that the night before Hope was doing a lot mm-hmm. 
And a lot of people felt a little weird about what he was doing the night before. We don't know exactly what happened. And we still don't know what that tea is. Like, I thought we were going to do a little bit of an episode. Like, I remember there was a moment in the episode, literally, where uh, Daniel is like, oh, I wish, you know, because Claudia had one, uh, a Kansas Fed save. Mm-hmm. And Daniel was just like, oh, you know, I wish I had one. And then Hope came in. He was like, wish you had one what? And he was like, oh, you know, Kansas is saved. He was like, oh, well, do something to earn it. And it's like, oh, Ooh. okay. So I don't, I don't know what Hope has been around doing, but Hope is not necessarily pissing a lot of people off, but mm-hmm. rubbing people the wrong way. However, mm-hmm. it's clear that Hope is still safe yeah. just a little bit because of his connections, mainly because he's a boy. Yeah, but he's still safe because he in his connection to all the men in the house. Mm-hmm. So in this conversation, Santina clearly is like telling Zach in a negative way about the conversation. Well, she's like, he was doing this and this, and I don't even know why he was asking me that. And what I have written down is that Zach was very loosely defending. Mm-hmm. It felt like he was agreeing with Santina, but also very, very slightly trying to make sure she's not going to target Hope. Um, but it wasn't obvious at all. It was like just an assumption. But later on, you kind of realize, girl, he don't want Hope to go with this. this yeah. Time. And also, like, everyone yeah. in this guy's alliance, you know what I mean? Um, it's like, with Hope, it's more so a little brother, almost. It's like, mm, we know he's going to mess up. Mm-hmm. We know he's kind of the way he is. But we're going to keep him around because he's the number for us. You know, Zach... You know, he's combating with, oh, no, he's just young and emotional. Like, I've had to calm him down a few times and things like that because you're going to put a target on us. But, you know, there's like a discussion about how basically if he puts a target on himself, I mean, who gives? Who, who cares? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she eventually ends up telling him everything, basically everything Hope said. It seems like Santina and Zach are very, very close. It seems one-sided because we know Zach is working with the boys and Santina is not a boy. So I know that Santina trusts Zach. That's kind of how I got from, that's kind of what I got from this conversation. When they leave, they even even Zach leaving the conversation, you can tell that Santina trusts him because she's like, oh girl, get these uh, condiments so you can carry it out, making sure, like they have and a good relationship. Like, oh my God. Like they have a good relationship. And it's just like, from what we already know, kind of just from initial appearances of the cast from the first two episodes as well, these guys, they're going to be close with each other. Mm-hmm. And from what we know, we only know that Zach is cool with dude. So you can kind mm-hmm. of assume from this conversation, it's just Santina with a bunch of men. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's what I'm thinking right now. I'm like, okay, who else is in this, th- this thing? Because Santina mentions a, a us, us when she's speaking. She's and mentioning you know like a, a y'all, a Zach us. And a hope as a loose ally, but we don't mm-hmm. know who the us is. Mm-hmm. From the episode, we can assume that that us could be a tie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we're going to get into how it's basically all the right. goddamn other men in the house. Yeah, because she mentions, I'm loyal to, to y'all or us, but I'm not loyal to Hope. Hope. That's what she mentions. And it kind of gives like, oh, is she maybe going to nominate him? But we don't know. After this, we get a scene. It's not game talk, but we see in the kitchen, Shanae and Rob are all up on each other. We saw in the episode, Shanae had a crush on Rob. So I was like, are they flirting? What's the mm-hmm. Um Fast forward. I don't think they are. I don't know. The, the, I don't the know. Whole, it's it's so many girls and it's so many different things because I'm like, is Renee with Hope or is Claudia with Hope or is Claudia with Ty or is Renee with mm-hmm. Ty or is Shanae with... So we don't really know, but at this moment, yeah. it did seem like Shanae was around Rob and Renee was around Ty a lot in this area. I also noticed very quickly that Daniel and Anika were hanging around each other a lot. And also Koozie and JM were hanging around each other. John Michael. And we'll see later on. John Martin. John Martin. <laughs> 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 
we get a conversation with Renee and Ty. Renee and Ty are like walking upstairs, and Ty's kind of giving her a pep talk about the um her being nominated. She was the third nominee, of course. And he's like trying to teach her, like, girl, you gotta just do this, this, and this. I couldn't tell in this conversation if it was a well, he did mention that you gotta you gotta still act like you're in danger, even mm-hmm. if you're not. So that made me feel like Renee was in on some type of the situation with the boys and maybe Santina. Mm-hmm. It seemed like there was a group is what I was thinking because he mentions straight up like just pretend or just work mm-hmm. like you're in danger even though you're not. So I'm like, okay, clearly ties close with Renee. Clearly she's in on this boys thing, but we'll see later on that shit can yeah. be shifting. And we, yeah. don't get, we don't get enough of the information because we only get this one digital daily. So it's like, I don't know what's, what's T. I don't know what's going on, um, period. And that's definitely a consistent thing that we keep getting. Like, we consistently get players like Ty and Zach, who I feel like are going around more so, I would say, quotations, teaching people how to play. Like, you should do yeah. this or don't do this. And maybe you should be more like this. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, God. Like, it, it, it gets off a little bit cocky. I'm not going to lie. It does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty, he can do that. Now, Zach, keep it cute. Period. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Um, after this, we get a conversation with Koozie and John Michael. They're outside. They're on a little walk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Koozie asks John Michael what he thinks about the noms. What does she think that Santina is going to do? And I think she's asking this because she thinks he has influence over Santina. We see later in this conversation. She kind of does. John Michael was like, you know, I'm not sure. You know, mm-hmm. there's no really guarantees. John Michael at first is being slightly vague, slightly general. Um... And then Koozie was like, Koozie's very open when she talks. She, she talks to people as if they're the closest ally to her in the house. Literally, literally. So, so she's like, I mean, who has a bigger influence on Santina? Is it you or or who is it? And it's like, damn, she just straight up asked him that. But we don't get his, get his answer because they flash back to Ty and Renee talking about nothing. And then, they, nothing. and then they flash back to John Michael and Koozie. And when they come back, John Michael was like, you know... I will tell you who I think is going to be nominated if you tell me who you think those people are going to be. And Kuzi was like, I don't know, maybe people she hasn't talked to, maybe um, like Daniel or or something like that. And John Michael was like, you know, I had a conversation with her and it was similar to what you said your conversation to her was. You know, um, it seems like she we had like very vague speaking we, she didn't really say much to me but mm-hmm. it seemed okay you know but mm-hmm. um and this is kind of i feel like we're getting just more information about people in the game like you know mm-hmm. i remember on the episode we got conversation between santana and koozie we felt like why is santana being like that like why is she being kind of like closed off not sharing any information and then she had to hold diary room. she's like well i'm not going to share any of my game with koozie mm-hmm. and then we come into the digital dailies you know, she doesn't share any game with Hope. She shares all her information with Zach. And now JM is also talking about this. So we're kind of learning that, okay, who is Santina loyal to? Is mm-hmm. it really only Zach and these men? Like, is it like, mm-hmm. I feel like we need to get more clarification that she's not having any real conversations with anyone outside of Zach that we know so far. Literally. Um, and in this conversation, Koozie, I was thinking, oh, maybe Koozie is closest ally is John Michael. Because mm-hmm. Koozie tells John Michael about a conversation she had with Anika and how basically Santina was just grilling Anika in their yeah. in their number in their one-on-one. Santina was just asking her questions, who are you gonna nominate? What you think about So that made Koozie feel like Anika was gonna be the nominee. And she was being very open with JM. It seemed like she was just telling him a lot. And this is when JM opens back up to her and he's like, You can't tell nobody the tea. But <laughs> but honestly, I'm not comfortable with Santina. 
I feel like when I talk to Santina, she gives me nothing. I have a hard time reading her. Seems like she doesn't want to answer my question. She seems like she wants me to speak and her not to tell me anything else. So he was saying that he feels very uncomfortable. Kuzi agreed. She's like, I mean, shit, same. I feel like she's the same way with me. And this is when John Michael says, I think, you know, I don't think I'm off the books to being a nominee. And I'm scared about that. And Kuzi was like, girl, you know, if you are a nominee, like I got your back with the whoop. So he gives her this tea. He tells her he tells her that information. So I'm like, okay, they're clearly really they're, cool. they are a duo. I'm they're clearly a duo. JM and Cooley, final two. Like at what? that point. But guess Cousy says she's here for her. At check. that point. At Who, that point. Put a pin at in that, that because Cousy's here for her check. No. So that was an interesting conversation. I don't know. It still shows you like kind of who's talking to people more. Like I said earlier, Cousy and JM were hanging out and now they're mm. having this conversation. So I was like, okay, we can we can instantly titsy bitsy shits yeah you're not getting a lot at all after this we get a conversation it's between rob ty and hope the niggas the men so the rob rob is asking hope he asked hope um did you know about us yesterday we don't know what he's talking about at first and then hope Mm -hmm. was like yes she told me she literally told me when she talked and then um the next day, she's acting like I didn't know this information. So I'm assuming he's talking about Santina. So it yeah. looks like Santina literally told Hope about working with the group of people. And then the next day, she's kind of like backtracking. I think mm. what, it, what the real tea is, is that when Santina and Hope were talking earlier that day, Santina was confused as why Hope was talking in code. Because she yeah. literally asked him that. And Hope was confused as to why Santina wasn't giving him information. Because she just gave him information, which is what it seems like. So mm-hmm. I think they are on two totally different wavelengths at this point. And, um, and then, this is when we get. And I feel like and we, this is like the first of many of Hope's pep talks. Like, mm-hmm. like, like we've discussed, like apparently there was something that happened. A lot of people feel like Hope is this kind of loud, quotation, kind of erratic. emotional, erratic player. Yeah. And he, I don't know what he specifically did for sure to show that. Um, I guess he's just. I, 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 we really don't know. I, I have no yeah. idea specifically what he's done. But, like, in this kind of, like, talk with Rob and Ty, it's like they're kind of just kind of, like, calming him down, saying, you know, we're a solid group. You know what I mean? Like, um, and that's how you get more information that, okay, obviously it's Rob, Ty, Zach. You know what yeah. I mean? He's He also mentions Jonathan in his conversation. He's like, we all mm-hmm. have our specialties. You know what yeah. I mean? Zach is the mental mastermind. Rob is good socially. You know, we're all good physically. He's mm. like, Ty is working his moves. So, you know, Jonathan is the nice guy. So we get a breakdown of, okay, the guy's alliance yeah. is Jonathan, Ty, Rob, Hope, and Zach. Yeah. Like, that's the big that's, five. Yes. Now, the core of that is explored later, but we kind of can get that. That is the core. These mm-hmm. are the only people in the game that know they're working with each other um, solidified. Yes. And everyone else. What we get into the parachute. And Rob says it in this conversation. He says, Hope, we just have to make sure that people who are going to work with us are good, like Santina. Santina is someone who's going to work with us. Mm-hmm. So we need to focus on the people who aren't going to work with us and try to get them out. Yeah. Um, and then we also part, kind of learned that about who are the potential parachutes are. And basically, I feel yeah. like I just get confirmed of like, like we have discussed this. Me and Pharaoh discussed this. So we'll work together just based off of bios, and that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Because Rob mentions, you know, we get past this week, next week we get someone like Shania to an situation that she doesn't mm-hmm. have any work. So yeah. we can kind of assume that's the five. They have Santina. Yeah. Clearly they feel like they have Shania to some extent. Yeah. And 
you can also assume that they probably have Renee to some extent yeah. because time so was earlier. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you're kind of seeing the the, the, the floor and then the loose parachutes. And mm-hmm. what I what I immediately kind of realized is that there's still nothing fully solidified outside of them five. Yeah. Like those five even even know they're working yeah. together, but outside of that, everything else is just a loose parachute connection of like not even like a name on it, not even mm-hmm. like a a sign seal, anything. Like it's like, okay, yeah. we're cool. And I will say, like, by the time we get to today, I think it's more a four and hope. Yeah. And then it's a even bigger layer. It's like a ring around the rest of them, too. But um, after this, we get a conversation with Claudia and Santina. And this is where we confirm that Santina only talks to men. No, I'm Literally. playing. But um, it's no shade. Like, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm playing. It's not Talk, like that. What, talks game. Sa- Santina does not talk. Um, openly, it doesn't feel like with anyone but Zach so far. Because yeah. with the conversation with Hope, she was not being open at all. With the conversation with Koozie um, with on the episode, we showed we saw that she wasn't being open at all. And this Claudia conversation, Claudia is being very forward. Very. Claudia's like, Santina, I want to work with you. Please work with me. I Please. literally don't Let's care about nobody in this house. I've like... only talked to you this whole entire time. I didn't even focus on nobody else but you. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't care about nobody but you. She's like, you cool ally. with her? Please I'm be my cool ally. Please be my ally. She's begging this bitch. Like, but, come on, girl. Like, and not, she didn't literally say that. But basically, she's like, you know, you're cool with Ty. I'm cool with Ty. And, you know, I need someone in this game. And you're somebody. And I'm right here. Um, but you and see it, that Santina gives nothing. Santina, Santina does, is Santina, hilarious. Santina like is filing her nails. Santina mm-hmm. is like um, reading her book that doesn't even exist there. Like she's in her mind. Like she's not. So, doing so okay. So you be calling and I'll be Santina. Okay. Well, you know, I was saying that I was really looking for someone in this game that I could just work with. You mm-hmm. know. Well, you know. It's just early, and yeah. you know, I really like you. Yes, I love you too. Yeah. And I also like Ty, and I know you're close with Ty. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I really need someone. I would love someone to be, you know, my number one. And exactly. I just feel like a number one is important in this game. You know, like I don't know, you, you, you know. So yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely understand that, and you know. When my nominations are revealed, I think it'll be easier to kind of, you know, literally. <laughs> and if and if she isn't saying that, she's saying, mm-hmm. Like that girl yeah. is not saying anything. It's crazy. But, yeah, um, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of At a point, I was like, is Claudia? Is Claudia kind of in on this too? But after this conversation, I'm like, Santina and Claudia don't seem like they're working together at all. But so like, I don't know where point, too. It's like it's it's a realization that like this HOH is very terrible for Santina. Like. Yeah. Like, like if you have Zach, I mean, you have uh, John Michael and Kuzi discussing how you basically don't say shit to them and Anika, because they've also explained the Anika conversation. Yeah. We saw you talk to Hope, how weird that was. Mm-hmm. We now see you talk to Claudia. It's like, so not only are you not working closely with anyone else other than Zach's exactly. male alliance, mm-hmm. that I don't even think she's fully really aware of how much it stretches out to, but also... She's actively not working on building any side alliances. I mean, okay. Claudia is a potential parachute that she doesn't even want to build upon. And mm-hmm. we know that Shania and Renee are potential parachutes, but she doesn't have any connection with them. Her only connection is so far, and from the episode information that we got today, is through Zach, Rob, and Ty. And it's like, yeah. oh, good girl. And no other person. You're no. not Nicole Franzel. I was saying this off the podcast, babe. <laughs> the only woman that can come into Big Brother... Play with only men and win is Nicole. And that didn't work two or three times. 
So, like Santina, Santina, I, I, mean, I maybe maybe she want the Franzel cake. She want the crown. She want the crown. She finna snatch Miss Franzel's crown. She snatches Franzel's crown. Nope. I don't, think, I don't think she can snatch Mother Franzel's nope. crown. No shade. Nope. And that's the problem. Like, nope. She is actively not building any relationship with anyone outside of Zach's ally. She's the first HOH. Zach and, and others. We've, we've spoken about this in Big Brother Canada. The first HOH doesn't take the initiative as mm. we've seen in past in the U.S. because these last mm. two child. I think, but, I think this new era, especially not in this new era, nothing's yeah, going to happen this this new era. But it's, just, it's crazy how much she just let her HOH get ran. Like, mm. it's bad. And it gets worse, y'all. We're not even there yet. After this, we see a conversation between Shanae and Renee. Now, on the episode, we, we saw glimpses of them. It seemed like they were gravitating towards each other, towards people who also... You know, um, Shanae tells Renee um, about a conversation with one of the men. At this point, I didn't know who it was. Did I ever figure mm-hmm. out who it was? Um, Rob. It was Rob. She telling her, she's telling her, basically, that Rob was letting Shanae know that Shanae and Renee are good with them. Mm-hmm. This is probably the same them we heard about earlier. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming this group of boys also feel like Shanae and Renee are people who can be parachuted on. Now Shanae and Renee feel like they just need to just just roll with the punches, just roll with them. They want to just ride feel. the wave. And yeah, this is where it, it, it gets annoying because this is where being a fan is important. You know what I mean? Them mm-hmm. and these are they've been in this house for like five days at this point. This HOH is the full two weeks. If you're not in an alliance within the first few days, it's a problem. And a fan knows that. A yes. fan completely understands. And I remember watching this uh, Digital Daily, Koozie, who someone is a fan, she seemed very all over the place a little bit. Yes. I was kind of scared for her because but because it was clear that Exactly. She was nervous. It was clear that she was not in the majority. She wasn't even considered being a parachute. We didn't have any information on her even being a parachute at this time. So mm-hmm. it seemed like the conversation she was having was to get information as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's crazy how Shanae and Renee are like in this position. And they're just like, well, we're just going to ride this wave and it's fine. And, yeah. and they extend that into every conversation they have with these men. And it's like, no. No, like you're being used. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there is an HOH. There are nominations being played. There's an alliance somewhere, yeah. a solidified one, and you're just not in it. And it's like, instead of branching out and trying to build something else or just trying to build other connections, Shanae and Renee, it's just like they're cool with being add-ons to this potential guys majority, just same with Santina. And it's just like, oh, my God. Like, if mm-hmm. these were fans, they would know that's not the route they can go. Like, clearly, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to ride these, these men coattails. Like, it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. And this is perfect segue because someone else who knows that they need to be in alliance is JM. Mm-hmm. And in this next conversation, John Michael is pitching an alliance to Dan and Zach. Um, so these are the same people he told he was going after the boys to. So he clearly has some type of trust with them. I don't yeah. know. He just wants to build something with them. So he's pitching to build something with them. And in this conversation, he mentioned, um, Zach mentioned that John Michael seems like he's doing too much, basically. Yeah. Because Zach is Straight like, you know. His face. Yeah. He's basically like, well, you know, you did say you wanted to use the veto. And I don't think anybody should be using the veto right now. I don't think Santina's mm-hmm. nominations need to be changed. I feel like we all just need to calm down. It's not giving we need an alliance. It's giving we're all good this week. And His energy was very much giving, stop talking to me, shut up. I don't want to work with you. Leave me yeah. alone. Like, and calm down. And stop doing stuff. It was giving, stop like, doing stuff. I, I, really don't, I really don't understand with Zach, like, how people... From the first initial digital value, I was just like, 
I don't understand people like him at all. Like, mm-hmm. he does not seem like someone that would be likable. Every time he's in the conversation, it's like he's giving advice. Nigga, don't give me advice. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. But the way most people don't like him in this conversation was just so disrespectful. I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't even say most people. I think all people we know so far is Kuzi and Vanessa. And with the rest of the digital therapists we have, who else? Oh, that's, that's true. And even Kuzi playing in his face. So it's like, well, right. I have a lot of influence right, right now. I don't know how. I don't really get it. That's but being able to talk to JM, like at all. And he was talking to JM crazy even, in this conversation. JM, but JM it was very crazy. Like he he was gaslighting him too. Talk. Yeah. But JM didn't even realize, like, he didn't like, fully realize I feel like that he was being talked to like that. Because I, I mean, we didn't hear any other conversation of him complaining about it, but yeah. he was kind of just sitting there like taking it like, yeah. I'm not back he's not supposed him. to take it, but it's just like, yeah. the amount of people that just listen to Zach spew, like in my opinion, bullshit, and then is okay with it is like insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Michael started backpedaling in this conversation because initially he was saying he wants to use every single veto he wins with the whoop. Zach basically in this conversation was saying, don't say that, that's stupid. And at the end of the conversation, John Michael was like, you know, it clicked for me. You know, when you said that it clicked for me that I just shouldn't be doing that and da 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 da. I think John Michael was playing the game in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like, girl, clearly he's not down. But I think, I think in general too, it's just like John Michael, what got him caught up is being just so open. I mean, we saw an episode that he told Zach straight up, I'm talking to all the guys. Yeah. To a guy that, in my opinion, looks like an alpha. Like I, if I was in that yeah. house, maybe not look I like mean, an alpha. I mean, but the thing is, but, just, but looks I mean, like he's gonna want to work with the cast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like initially seeing all of those men together, I mean, even them initially all seeing those men together, they were like, oh, these guys are working together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's just and like it's crazy that he would even say that to Zach and Dan, and now that it's become all of this like that really is what ruined his game like i feel like that yeah. conversation of him saying like yeah i open these guys it's mm-hmm. like why would you even say that mm-hmm. and to even be walking around saying i'm gonna use the video i'm gonna like, yeah. I, like zach said he said it in a public open area and, it's like, and he's like why are you Michael, saying this he and, and that was my worry when i was when we was draft picking with john michael because he kept saying in his video like you know i'm gonna be the girl who's like arguing with people and floaters grab a life vest and i don't care and i'm gonna just say whatever and i was like "Ooh, that's gonna be scary and it's clear yeah. that he has been just saying whatever and now he's trying to go home yep after this we get a quick conversation with koozie and anika um very quickly we hear koozie relaying anika with about her conversation with John Michael, where John Michael was scared that Santina might nominate him. Then we get a conversation with Koozie and Santina. Mm-hmm. And this is when we find out that Koozie is here to play. Period. Period. Because, because it, 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 she was, it was scary because she was bouncing around a lot. I was like, she's talking to just everybody. And that was a positive in a way that she, at least she's game talking, but she seemed very scared. And yeah. I think even this conversation was out of fear. Um, because she didn't feel comfortable. So Koozie goes to Santina's HOH room and she's like, yeah, let's talk or whatever. So they talk and Koozie was like, you know, well, I think it would be in your best interest to maybe put somebody up who's, I don't know, strong. And she she's like explaining this in a very roundabout way. Yeah. And essentially what she, Santina's like, baby, just say it, literally, as she's trying to say it. Mm-hmm. She's like, girl, just say it. And Kuzi was like, well, you know, I was having a conversation with a certain somebody. Mm-hmm. A certain somebody. And they were just <laughs> telling me that they feel like Santina might put them up. And that it might make you look snaky. And it might make you look bad if you put this person up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to just say it. That person was John Michael. So in case you have to make a big move, I just want you to know that you need to be secure. 
mm-hmm. because this person might this might make you feel bad. So I think Koozie's. I what do you I think Koozie's intention was? I, think, I don't I think, know. I think there was like two intentions. Like the way she was trying to like approach it was like, so you know, I understand that you may want to make a big move, but that big move might say this, this, and this, and this about mm-hmm. you. So let's not make that move. But all it did was fuel Santina's fire to target JM more than what she's already been convinced to do by Jack and the Boys. Point blank, yes. period. And I, 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 it sucks because I don't think Koozie was actively trying to target JM. I don't think Koozie wants JM out of this game. It's, it's very clear that Koozie knows who's running it and she's going to play her position. Yes. But that is what the end goal was. But I think there was another interest in this conversation as well because she kept stressing to Santina that, you know, I trust you, I have your back, and that um, basically I, I, I'm i giving you this information because mm-hmm. I like you. I wouldn't yeah. want anything to happen to you in yep. this game, and I, and I want to work with you and things like that. And, you know, Santina, she's very dodgy, she's very cagey with her information, but she mm-hmm. was doing the same mm-hmm. um, which is very stupid <laughs> by the way. Like, girl, it's like, y'all, the way Santina holds information, it is the dumbest way possible because it's so see-through it's, it's obvious. so obvious that you're holding information that you do not trust me mm-hmm. and even if you do trust me because she actually does like and trust Koozie a little bit mm-hmm. this, what I noticed uh, about the energy of this conversation is I did notice that of everyone Santina spoke to other than Zach it did seem like she was more li- comfortable it and seemed exactly. like Santina was and more comfortable with Koozie. Like it's like she because like she actually really really likes her yeah. and then Koozie you know Koozie like 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 you mentioned earlier, like she speaks to people like they're like you're her number one ally. And then yeah. also what she does too is um not I guess you can kind of for lack of better words say teach people how to play, but it's it's more so like a pep talk more other than like a direction. Like I feel like Zach and Ty push people in direction. And mm-hmm. Koozie is more so, you know, as HOH, you want to be able to make strong decisions. People are gonna yeah. come up here and tell you things that you wanna hear, but you need to make a decision that's best for you. You know yeah. what I mean? You know who you wanna work with. And like just really gassing yeah. something up and something it was like really, really fun. And she was like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Koozie, yeah. And it's just like, here you go, me. And at the end, Koozie is um, asking Santina what her plans for nominations are. She straight up asks her. And Santina, like, in the most roundabout way, does not tell her. But um, what I noticed with Santina when she replies to Koozie is that when Koozie asks this type of question, Santina's like, girl, I mean, just know that the noms I put up, they're not the noms. And Koozie's like, what you mean? And she's like, girl, never mind. And she's like, what you mean? And since he was like, you know, just, just, and Kuzi's like, so they not your noms? And she's like, girl, I mean, you're going to see, you're just going to have to see. And she, she's like, lies. <laughs> so it's like, it was a more comfortable thing for, for Santina, I think. That was the most comfortable we saw her. And that was the last conversation of that Digital Daily. And this is when we go into Friday's Digital Daily, March 10th or whatever. So we start off and we see JM, John Michael, and Hope. They talking in the living room or whatever. Clearly they are friends. Yes. Like, and then we because also, if you watch today's episode, they had, um, you know, JM has Chula shared Bunga. gay information with Hope yeah. about Santina and things like that. So I guess there definitely has some more of a connection than what we've seen in Digital Daily, because this is what the only conversation we see, really, in the four we have. Yeah. So 
Hope is laying down on J- John Michael's lap. They are being very, very open. Hope like confesses to John Michael a secret that he has a girlfriend. He says he hasn't told um he hasn't told many people this other than the boys, I think. Yeah. He told some of the boys, and then he just told John Michael. So clearly they're actually, I think, close, like reciprocating each other. Mm-hmm. So uh, after they have their little close open moment, Rob comes up and Hope leaves with Santina. So that conversation kind of ends right there. But we know that they have some type of relationship. Mm-hmm. After this, we see a conversation with Zach and Anika. Okay. And Anika is trying to basically get the votes because apparently Anika is nominated. Yes. Um, so this is why we know today, yesterday, the, or the last update, we knew Dan was probably going to be one of the nomination, nominations. And now we know Anika is one of the nominations. So I'm assuming the noms, well, it is. The noms are Anika, Dan, Dan and Renee. And Renee. Yep. So this episode, or this daily, Anika is trying to get them votes. So she's mm-hmm. talking to Zach. And it's very interesting, like... And Zach's talking people, to her crazy, too. Right. But it's like, it's really interesting. People <laughs> kind of know who to go to yeah. in the guys. Like, the out, and I will say, like, kind of the outsiders, in a way, quotations, like Anika, Kuzi, Vanessa, Daniel, John Michael. Like, they all find themselves in conversations with, I feel like, the power players of the Alliance, and Zach mm-hmm. being one of them, because mm-hmm. Zach just gets around. But it's, it's really interesting, because it's like, I do think they're more aware of what's going on than what we're able to see in the digital dailies or what's yeah. making the edit. I don't think it's that conscious of a awareness. I kind of mm-hmm. feel like it's well, specifically with Anika. In this conversation, Zach was very clearly like a a, a above her. It yeah. felt like it felt like she was coming to Zach as like you have this power to help me. Exactly, please help me. And it's like I think she uh, like underneath knows she needs to go to Zach, but I'm not sure how consciously aware she is that Zach is literally running the game versus Zach can help me stay. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of end up seeing these good players as people who can help them rather than people who need to fucking go. Mm-hmm. And I think that in this moment, Nick is just thinking, I need to say she's in survival mode. Yeah. So she's asking him for advice. And Zach is, I don't like the way Zach talks to people, but hey, that's Maybe. my personal opinion. But he's like, um, do you trust me? And she's like, yeah. And he was like, well, well basically, you just need to sit there and keep cute, uh, essentially. He's like, you know, um, just because there are big guys in here doesn't mean we're all working together. And it's like, why'd you say that? It, there was like no reason. For it just randomly brings it up. I think and like, okay. that's something that I think all the guys kind of do. Like in yeah. random conversation, they'll drop. Yeah, you think all the guys are working together? No, we're not. It's like, like what? I like when that, he but... he randomly told Anika that she's just asking to be saved, and he randomly brings that brings up that the big guys aren't all working together. If yeah. I was her, I would immediately thought, okay, they all are. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good for them. And then he but basically I don't know says, like, I want to work with you because you're smart enough to realize that that's not happening. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, yeah. like he literally giving her the complete opposite. And, and this like, is um, when, oh, I was gonna say, like this is when we found out that production basically placed all the men that are working together currently in a in a room together. Minus yeah. Hope. To Hope. clarify, Zach yeah. says, you know, Big Brother put us all into the same bedroom. We didn't choose that. So very explicitly, and it's like Big Brother put them, assigned them into the same room. They casted these people, so you can't tell me. Like, when we initially noticed that six of the eight men were alpha, bro-y, bro-down type of dudes that could potentially have an alliance together, you can't tell me they didn't see that either. And mm-hmm. also, you couldn't tell me that, basically, by putting all these attractive young people in the house together, they wanted to fill the house with showmen. So not only do you put <coughs> all these people in one cast together, you also put them all in the same room. Because mm-hmm. I believe Shanae and Renee are also in that room. Yeah. 
And it's like, oh, so you wanted to force showmances, force a bromance. Like, mm -hmm. it's like, that's and that's Santina, feel, that's Santina's room, too. assigned rooms. And in Big Brother Canada, rooms are very important. Yeah. It almost always is the room divide. Almost yeah. always. And then I think a notable one last is, and I think I most people didn't talk about, most of the POC players that were grouped together did sleep in the same room. Mm -hmm. Summer, Tanisha, Betty, uh, yeah. Herman, they were all in the same room. Mm -hmm. And that's another reason why they were able to get grouped together so easily. So I'm thinking, like, could this be a change because of that? Like, they wanted to make sure keep the rooms were diverse, like, mm -hmm. which I don't even think necessarily is the case. The Nika Daniel Hope <laughs> all in the same room themselves. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I, I just like, there's so many things we keep learning. And it's like, why? Like, yeah, as really someone why. that cares about the game of Big Brother, why would you do this? Like, I'm, I was saying to you earlier, I said to Sarah earlier off the podcast, like, it always felt like BBUS didn't really care about the show, but BB Canada did. And mm -hmm. I was just like, BB Canada kind of doesn't give a single fuck about us, about uh -oh. the show. Uh -oh. Like, it's it's bad. Because it's what? Bad. Assigned rooms? What is this Assigned elementary? rooms. It's literally elementary. It's just, it's just annoying because clearly the cast was intentional, I feel. I feel and like this again, this cast is not similar to yeah this cast is not similar to many other ones and um, on top of the intentional cast you intentionally don't have live feeds and you intentionally put them all in the same room it's just weird but we move I guess I guess this is the move after this and we move Zach and Hope have a conversation <laughs> in the Circle K room and this is when Hope gets another pep talk from Zach essentially Zach is saying similar things to Rob that we all have a a, a role. All of us yeah. boys have a role. You know, I'm the I'm the one who can be strategic, and you know, you're you're gonna come in with the competitions, and so can Rob here and there. Rob has to flirt with some of these girls. We just need to make sure that JM is, you know, JM. We can't really trust him because yeah. Zach realizes that Hope and JM are getting close. Zach's like, I know you're cool with him, but but keep it cute. And then like, cool. and like, and, and this is when he starts saying some crazy shit. But keep going. Well, what I was just gonna that? say like. You know, Hope kind of tries to defend Jam a little bit, and then Zach mm -hmm. is just like, "Well, it's too late." Yeah. Um, because he basically explains that you know, Jam brought him into the room and told him straight up that he was targeting the guys, which is like, yeah. why would he do that? And then this is when he starts gaslighting Jam when he's not even in the room. Jam not even in the room. At least I'll be in the room to gaslight him. Like, Zach says him earlier. Zach says exactly, and I tweeted about this because this was crazy. Zach says John Michael is creating this boys' alliance, which isn't even real. I mean, we have each other's back, but it's not like we're sitting around scheming and, and, and stuff. And it's like, what? That's exactly what's happening. Because y'all li literally have an alliance. Y'all are currently scheming. And it mm -hmm. is all the boys. And John Michael, clock. And you're mad about it. But he's sitting here like trying to... Wh what's annoying is that he's essentially like bashing John Michael for saying it as if it's not true when it, it's literally true. And, and I then, really in, hate in, in the same breath, he's, he's lying and saying it's not true. It's weird. Like, just you admit it. He clocked you. You see that a lot in Big Brother. It's like people who are in positions of power, they get upset when other players are actually playing the game. You remember, like, uh, a notable one is Big Brother All-Star, who when Davon won Vito and mm -hmm. literally used it to save the only three people uh, that were in minority that season. Her it's comparable to life. And they were, like, pissy mad about it. It's like, yeah. how are you mad that someone is doing what's best for their game? Like, yeah. this is that's like a, true. Like, this is, like, a big there. example, but, like... It, you know, Big Brother's a microcosm of the real world. You know, in the real world, when there's a majority group, they often feel offended when the minority says something that is against them or mm. does something to save themselves or is, aware, or is aware that there's a majority. It's kind of like when men get mad about feminism. It's like, why are you mad? Mm -hmm. 
or when men claim they're not misogynist or when white people claim they're not racist or when white people get mad about BLM. It's a similar kind of concept in just this small microcosm is that when the majority is called out on it, they feel so defensive, mm-hmm. even though it's true. And it's like, that's just weird. I guess it's just a natural human thing because we see it every mm-hmm. season. Um, but it's weird. And then and then I really I really like Hope. But in this conversation, it just it made me feel that way because he kind of mentioned that, like, he's here for the platform and things like that. Yeah. And we know his whole we know his platform. Like he builds basketball courts back in his um, home country, Ghana and mm-hmm. things like that. Like he also runs like a business that, he, you know, he teaches the youth basketball. Like, you know, what I mean? like and Shut that platform that. I'm happy for. You know what I mean? But it, it really sucks because he isn't a fan. Mm-hmm. And in every conversation that Hope has with someone, they talk down on him like mm-hmm. he's a child. But mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he's doing because he, he's not a fan of the game. And I feel like there are so many non-fans here or people who are not fully aware of the game that they come in his, they come into this house and they're stagnant players. Like, mm-hmm. he really isn't able to branch out and do his own thing because he doesn't know what he's doing. So yeah. his thing is like, okay, well, I'm just going to attach myself to this big group. I'm going to be loyal to this big group because they can get me to the end because he doesn't mm-hmm. know anything else to do. I would yeah. say Shanae and Renee are similar players in that way. I'm mm-hmm. like, they know the game. But I don't think they're fans enough to be able to understand when things are a problem. Like, you should know Mm -hmm. that not being in alliance is a problem. And by them being stagnant, they're just going to be numbers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're active numbers to help the majority get further. As opposed to someone like a Koozie or a Nika that we learned throughout these digital identities that they're more aware of what the men are doing than they let on. Mm -hmm. But I just think players like, I mean, Hope, like, so Hope is fully in. To the guy's thing, but like Pharrell mentioned, he's more so Not like really. you know. Yeah, we can run. Hope. That's hope. Yeah, yeah, like we can run him. He'll it's us and hope. But he'll probably get a harder than himself. He'll go home. Mm. And it's just like it's 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 sad to see. And it's like, it's mainly because he's not a fan. And it's like, why are you casting anyone that does not know the game? It was very clear that hope nothing about the game. And now he's in here struggling. Yeah, it's annoying because Big Brother Canada usually does cast fans. They are known for casting more fans than not fans and it's clear that they intentionally did not cast super fans this season which is another weird thing i felt like they were trying to be more similar to bbus but now like like, i don't know what they're trying to do but they're clearly not casting people who are fans of the game this season they casted a bunch of damn near recruits and it's like Mm -hmm. okay why'd you just recruit everybody we also get to this conversation that apparently jm disrespected santina in some type of way i don't know if that is potentially from the conversation that koozie had with santina or if there's something else that JM maybe mm-hmm. has done, but Santina feels disrespected by JM, and Zach basically put the bug in her ear to make it friendly. Yeah. Um, Hope compares Zach to Kevin Jacobs in this conversation. Zach is like, <laughs> I'm not a liar like him. You know, I tell the truth. I'm loyal to who I am. Woo, woo, woo. Um, oh, oh, he also says, and this is just to show how delusional and how on his high horse that Zach is. And like com- shit like this when we'd be like, I cannot work with this man. He says, you know, you're here for the platform, but I came here for another purpose. You know, I want to show people my brain. Yeah. People I my brain is very special. People don't see things the way that I see things. And I wanted to share that. I'm gonna like, let you I'm gonna let y'all that out loud. Think of the no comment. And Hope wasn't, like, confused. Hope wasn't concerned. I would have been concerned. I'm like, oh, this man is crazy. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Little bit. And he was like, oh, Joey, you know say that? The one thing that he doesn't do that Kevin does is not lie. Yeah. He's not a liar. Like, girl, please. <laughs> After this, we get a conversation between Rob and Renee. 
Um, mm-hmm. Renee is nominated, so she's scared. Um, and Renee is saying that she thinks Anika may need to go um, because she didn't really connect with Anika. Anika hasn't really talked to people, well, at least to Renee. Mm-hmm. And Rob was like, you know, um, I've talked a lot to Hope. And then Renee asked, who is he really clicking with? And this is when he says, Hope, Jonathan, you know, I like Zach. And it's like, he named boys. Mm-hmm. He and also then said he, And then, no, after he named the boys, then he said, oh, I also like Shania and you, of course. <laughs> and it's like, girl, that didn't, I, if I was Renee, I would have been like, oh, okay, so there's a boys alliance. But I'm not sure. We don't know if this clicked for Renee or Shania because we haven't seen a conversation between Renee and Shania since that first digital daily. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that they've had a conversation. They'd be like, girl, they're working together, but we got to do what we got to do. But we would yeah. not know. All of their actions to me get very much like they're sticking to what they said in that first conversation. We're going to just go with this wave of us trusting the guys because when they had this conversation with Hope, like there are other conversations that takes place. I know between, um, is it Shania and John or Renee and John? One of the two. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a similar conversation to this one. Like, who are you close with? And, oh, we all yeah. have each other's back. And that's a good yeah. thing. And da, 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 da. Like, I think Renee and Shanae, Renee and Shanae are under the are under the assumption that they are in a loose alliance with Rob, Ty, and I believe John. John. Yeah. So they don't fully... And that. They mentioned they like that. They mentioned Zach, but I think... Their core really. would be the three with those three yeah. specifically, but loosely Zach and Hope as yeah. well. But nothing is solidified at all. Mm-hmm. But they, I wish them, we, and they're talking with them as if they're actual allies when really they're just giving them information and giving yeah. them how they think they see the house. And yeah. the boys are not really reciprocating at all. It's just like, yeah, well, yeah. I, f- I feel like I wish we had more conversations or at least another one with Renee and Shania so I can really know what they're thinking or how dumb they are. No, they because. Technically, like, I don't know. Like, I don't really know how they're thinking because they're always talking to a boy when they are. So it's like they could be lying, but girl. I'm like, that tells me enough. <laughs> that they're talking to men? <laughs> okay. Um, after this, Renee just agrees. Um, they talk about John Michael a little bit. Mm-hmm. Some some tea on that. Renee is like, you know. Um... Hold on. She defends him a little bit. She yeah. says to Rob that I don't think he's targeting you specifically. I think he's warmed up to you, but I don't know. But Rob's kind of like planning to see that baby John Michael probably finna go. Mm-hmm. Um, they also we also learned this conversation that Claudia is exempt, and we also learned that yes. Renee is close with Claudia, but she's losing Claudia because Claudia is up Ty's ass all day. Yes, and I just have to say, Claudia, I don't blame you, sister. Back the fuck up. Period. Back up. Exactly. So, and I was gagged by this because I thought it was Renee and Ty. Mm-hmm. From here, we got Renee and Ty a lot. Last Digital Daily, we got Renee and Ty a lot. Mm-hmm. But apparently, Claudia said, that's mine. So, Period. when Claudia said tall, dark, and handsome, she meant tall, dark, and, and I, cl- I clocked and this I in the um, ratings. I clocked this in the ratings, y'all. When we was doing the rating, I mean, when we were um, doing the draft picks, I said, I think it's going to be Claudia it's and Ty. It's so new. When people used to say tall, dark, he hasn't been a white man with dark hair. So I am gagged, okay? I'm not gagged. Period. Uh, not oh, period. Not period. I mean, he's still mine. So she'll have period. to be cute. Period. But I'll let her borrow um, for the next two months. Borrow. No <laughs> fuck. Um, and this is when we find out that Renee's a little mad at Ty because mm-hmm. apparently um, Ty has promised Anika that he is going to use the veto on her if he wins the veto. 
Uh, and Renee had a very, very long conversation with Ty where he told her, basically, babe, I'm using I'm doing that if I, if I have the chance. And Renee said, that really upset her. You know, like, what the heck? Like, mm-hmm. what? And it's like, baby, it's like, that's the thing. Santana thinks she's Nicole Franz or Renee thinks she's Haley Brooker. Girl, just because you smiling and getting in this man's face does not mean they're going to do anything for y'all. Period. And that's what you got to get in your head. Like, just Period. talking to them and thinking that we're all we have each other's back and mm-hmm. that should be enough. You shouldn't want to work with Ty if he randomly dropping information like on mm-hmm. you last minute. And you think that if Ty said that, that Rob wouldn't know and that Rob mm-hmm. is having this conversation with you in good faith. I just feel like things should be connecting Yeah, that aren't connecting, especially for someone who plays to be a fan. They probably not. Well, also, it's a maybe that connect. Maybe that connect. Then maybe we are gonna get a conversation, and Shania and Renee are gonna be talking about how these things gotta hope. go. But that's the thing. It's like it's more so. Renee is upset that he's not using veto on her. More so yeah. than she's upset that oh, I can't work with him, or he's working with other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, as long as which we'll get into. As long as Rob is protecting Ty and Zach and things to Renee and Shania. They're gonna just keep eating it up and believing it because it, yeah. from what we've seen so far, they're just taking what the guys are saying at surface level. Okay, yeah, we have each other's back and we like you guys, and mm-hmm. but nothing is solidified yet. It's just like those conversations no over and over it. again. Um, so and we also kind of yeah. the, the POV players as well. So it's Zach, Dan, Ty, Renee, and Anika all playing. Period. Um, Ty was chosen by House Guest Choice by Anika, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, and this is when I felt interested because when Ty would told Renee that he was definitely saving Anika, I was very confused because mm-hmm. I thought him and Renee were cool. This made me think, okay, maybe Ty is protecting a little bit, you know, people like Koozie, people like Anika. We know that Ty and Koozie made a final two on the um, episode. Period. Um, and at first he mentioned he was glad that Amal and Koozie were safe. We know Amal's mm-hmm. no longer here. We also know Koozie and Anika have some type of relationship because they were hanging out earlier. Koozie was telling Anika some information and Anika told Koozie some information. So we know they're cool. So I'm like, okay, if Ty's just going to use the veto on, on Anika just like that, and he promised her, mm-hmm. is he having Koozie and Anika's back now instead mm-hmm. of, you know, maybe Amal and Koozie? Is he now playing for Anika and Koozie? So, so that was my first thought. It's kind and then like we get a time out. Combo. It's kind of like figuring out who parachutes are for who. And that's actually yeah. a big thing that causes some interesting developments that are on. Yes. Because so far, we kind of got the understanding that Rob and Shanae are connected to the big boys group. No, Rob and Shanae. Shanae and Renee are connected to the big guys through, group through Rob. And I mm-hmm. feel like initially Ty, but it seems like Ty and Zach have, you know, started getting other parachutes on their own. And mm-hmm. it seems like Renee and Renee and Shanae are mainly through Rob. And then you have Claudia who is now coming in through uh Ty, Santina through Zach and Ty. Um but mainly a lot of the people is through Zach and Ty at this point because uh mm-hmm. and Kuzi can be considered parachutes as well um through Ty. So that yes. I mean Zach and Ty they're kind of they're collecting their infinity stones <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. Period. Now this next conversation may be Kind of double down on my last thought because it's a conversation with in the HOH room. It's with Ty and Koozie at first. So Ty yeah. and Koozie are talking, and it, the energy seemed very open to me. Very. It seemed like it seemed very open. I was like, okay, maybe this final two is really a final two or something. They start discussing the votes, like who's gonna vote who, and then they get into hope. And Koozie asked Ty, How close are you with hope? What's that T? Now we also got a clip, a deleted scene of Koozie talking to the camera. 
And Koozie to the cameras was like, at first I judged Hope too fast, but maybe Hope is someone I can work with. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure. And now we see Koozie asking Ty, is he close with Hope? Ty is like, you know, I think I have some influence on Hope. Like, I think if he I said, vote he'll do whatever I say. <laughs> he, did say uh, he said, if I vote somewhere, Hope's, Hope's going to vote that way. Um, but we're not that necessarily that close. Now, me being black, I can only assume when Koozie speaks on, on this and when Ty speaks about Hope, it's giving because we're black. Because she specifically asked about hope, and it's like she doesn't necessarily have a reason to specifically ask about hope, other than the fact that maybe this is the you know, the black people. So I think that's what that was leaning towards, but we haven't really got much development on that. Yeah. And then in the middle of the conversation, Santina walks in. What I noticed about this is that Santina did not seem surprised to see them in there talking. They did not change the conversation in a drastic way. They stopped talking about what they were talking about, but they kept speaking when she walked in. And the energy between the three of them seemed very comfortable. Yes. Because in this conversation, Santina just starts talking to them, both of them. Yep. And it's very she's open. She's like, mm, you know, because they started bringing up Slop or whatever. And she's just yes. like, you know, you know, I don't want <laughs> too many guys on Slop because we want the guys to say strong. Right? And that was, that was very interesting to me because very I, before, before this, I knew, very bird-like, before this, I knew Bertina was working with all the men. <laughs> But I did not know that she was willing to say that in front of Koozie. So yes. that kind of shows me that maybe Santina and Koozie, or Santina doesn't care that Koozie knows she's working with men, or Santina thinks Koozie is also working with the men. Um, so that was interesting. So Santina says that in front of Koozie, and then Koozie ends up leaving. We see Ty and Santina speak, and Ty lets Santina know that he already promised Anika that he's going to use a veto on her. What's T? Is that okay? And Cindy was like, girl, yes, because mm -hmm. I used to think JM was the nigga that, that had the brains, but really it's um a nigga. Nigga. Mm -hmm. so so I don't know, like it's it's okay that you're using on him. I don't care. Now the energy I got between Santina and Ty was that Santina was very she was more she was open with Ty, like a similar to how she was with Zach. Honestly, it gave a little that she was wooed a little bit, in my mm. opinion. Santina seems very like <laughs> to me. Yeah, hey, that's just me. I mean, hey, and this, this, is, very is, where, this is where we yes, really tie. get to tea. This is where the game starts up. The game picks the fuck up. Mm. Thanks to Ty. This is why Ty, he has a special place mm. in my hole in my heart because he is he's making it interesting because he tells Santina <laughs> that there is tension with Rob because Rob likes Renee, like he wants to work with Renee, mm -hmm. and he feels like there's going to be pushback. If it's Renee versus the Nika on the block. So basically, if they're not able to get veto, if somehow JM is not placed as a renomination on the block and it's Renee, Dan, and the Nika, mm -hmm. then he's saying he wants Renee to go. Mm -hmm. And that people like Rob are going to push against that because yeah. he wants to work with Renee. So this yeah. is where we kind of get some development of okay, Ty mm -hmm. is not in the show as Renee at all. One, yeah. and two, he also is very much protecting Anika. And we also have a conversation with Zach and Anika earlier. It's And this is kind of, I feel like we get more of the information of like, okay, Zach and Ty kind of are working Santina, mm -hmm. Anika, and then Koozie just a little bit. I think Koozie mainly through Ty, but yeah. Anika, Santina with the both of them. Mm -hmm. And that's really interesting because I thought he would see Renee and Shania as pieces of his own as well, but at all. Mm -mm. At it did not seem that way. This is when Ty solidifies with Santina that, like, by the way, me, you, and Zach, you know, I, I trust me, you, and Zach mostly, you know, and 
we need to be a group. We need to be tight. You know, that's kind of what he, he said to Santina. She seemed very reciprocal. Santina was like, yes, girl. And you know, it's not giving showmances over here. Like, I don't really want a showmance. And that's when Ty says that people are pushing him towards Claudia. Yeah. And that he's going to, you know, use Claudia to his advantage, but it's not giving he likes Claudia. And and, and, then, and it's also, that, that kind of conversation, it gave a little bit, it's production doing something with this too, no shade, because they literally say, <laughs> um, uh, Ty says, um, seeing Rob and Zach be flirtatious, he didn't want to play that type of game. Mm-hmm. But you know, Big Brother has its schemes. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to diss Claudia, but I want to use the showman to protect our alliance. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Canada. I'm not here for a showman. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was production telling them? Was production telling them, like, oh, well, you know, Canada loves showmances and, right. oh, you guys are all in the room together? Like, what do you right. mean by that? What do you mean right. by, of course, Big Brother have the schemes and sorry, Canada? Right. I just feel like, am I overthinking it or is there more to it? It's giving conspiracy right. theory down. Yeah, Santina said it. Santina was like, sorry, Canada. It's like, it's like, it's like okay, so everybody know that it was giving showmances. And it's like, so. Canada, I mean, oh, I'm not Canadian. But Canada's an absolute damn showman. We were not gagged, okay? Aww. Look, I'll be from Canada today. We are not gagged. It never gave showman. And, and this is where oh, Santina is just so hilariously delusional. Because, you know, she mentions that she feels like JM crossed the line with her loyalty. Uh, yeah. it, no, that, that's attached to the bringing in um, him as the brains, but I think mm-hmm. it's the actual brains. And she says she basically is like, you know, and I came to this decision to target JM on my own. You didn't convince me, Ty. Zach didn't convince me. And it's like, who are you convincing yourself? And I told Lee, Lee, whenever somebody says something that nobody asks, that's how you know that they 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 they're guilty. When Zach was mentioning a boy's alliance, when no one said shit about a boy's alliance, guilty. Santina talked about some, well, I can't hold this decision on my own. We know damn well you did not. Because no one, y'all, when I tell you no one asked Santina this, she just randomly said it. She also said it on the, um, in the diary room on this episode tonight, talking about some, yeah, you know, this is my own, right after the conversation with Zach convincing her to backdoor JM. After she said she would never backdoor someone, after she promised JM she wouldn't put him up, and then she had a conversation with Zach and decided on it. She said in the diary room, um, no one's convinced, this isn't Zach's decision, this is my decision. Like, I would never want to backdoor someone, but I will no. because of my own decision. And she's Babe, like, I just I don't, I don't understand why people want to go after the big guys. Like, why you not work, work with, with them the big guys. and then just, you know, work it out at the end? And it's like, first of all, dummy, bird. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like, this is know. where not being a fan is a, once again going to be an issue and I, I, it's definitely going to be a catalyst to why this season isn't that good. Well, no, I think I think this is a big part of being a fan because as a fan, she would know that historically, men who are working together in that way and going to the end together, they choose each other. They don't choose like the woman. As a human, the woman though. does not naturally get chosen. So she would know these like, things. And I think if she was more aware of that, maybe she wouldn't be so gung-ho about it. She does that thing. She's talking as if she does not know that there are years of examples where women have attached themselves to men that have played in their fucking face. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Lee this off the podcast. I was like, since she doesn't know the game, I think she genuinely thinks she has a chance. I think, because I can see how someone who never seen Big Brother would think, if I'm the only girl with a bunch of men at the end, the men are taking each other out and they're all going to want to take me to final two. So I was thinking like, maybe that's how she's thinking. And it's like, she probably maybe. is because she's not a man. You're not the HBIC. You're not the head bird in charge. That's Nicole Francis, okay? You'll never be that. <sighs> After this, Zach and Daniel have a talk in the in the uh, flamingo room or whatever. And Daniel, it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation. We always see Zach as like 
the the other person's like go to like oh yeah please help me so it's giving daniel's asking zach for help so daniel was like you know i don't know i just feel like in this game if we take out a big target like jm we need to have another target in front you know like i don't know and zach was like yes that's true that's what i was trying to tell santina and daniel was like you know i feel like me you and santina Mm-hmm. Could be something. I don't know. And it was giving like Daniel clearly knew Zach was running the shit. It's giving because Daniel this is the first combo really we had bad. with Daniel. Yeah, this is this first combo we had with first we've seen Daniel Havel. This and, is the first and only. Um the From boys said in the episodes. I don't know if they mentioned that now or if they mentioned it earlier, but the boys mentioned liking Daniel. Yes. They mentioned that Daniel's someone who's probably gonna be down with them. If he wins HOA, she's probably gonna do what they want. So the boys like Daniel. Daniel um made Kind of offered this to Zach this final three, and Zach's like, "You go ahead and do that. I don't yeah. want to bother her." She Zach isn't in. taking it serious at all. And it's just like, oh, okay. And it's like, I, I hope know. Daniel picked up on that. That's thing. I feel like relationships in the house. We know the least about where Vanessa and Daniel stand with people. Yeah. And uh, it scares me because like, I don't really Daniel. know who he's fully with. I don't know if he's with Kuzi and Anika. Um, I would hope that he's close <laughs> to the tie. But he even told Zach in this conversation that this is his first real game conversation. Yeah. And to me, outside looking in, knowing that he's a fan of the game, it feels like he knows that this is HOH, obviously. He knows that Zach ran it, which is why he's talking to Zach. And he wants to build upon that. But it's just like, He's honestly just late. Like, Zach has so many other uh, loyalties and allegiances that Daniel will always be last on that list. But I think this showed me that Daniel is looking in the right direction. And I hope that he's lying when he says he wants to work with Zach. Because, please, baby, no. Like, Mm -hmm. please. Because it's not going to be any good for him. He needs to be aware that, as aware as Koozie is, that the guys are together, and that's a yeah. problem. But yeah. I have faith that he is because the little snippets we do have with his connections, you would assume that is with Koozie and Anika and things like that, and, J- yeah. and JM, because when they speak about yeah. who they trust, they always listen they to mention him. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, after this, we get a conversation with Jonathan and Shania. That's after and this is a werewolf for 50 fucking minutes. I just wanted to mention this. 50 minutes of werewolf, bitch. An hour of werewolf, y'all. And it wasn't even, every, everyone wasn't even at werewolf. There were people who weren't there. There were clearly conversations that possibly could have been going on. I would rather see two other people talk about nothing than watch them play werewolf. And I literally said that, like, we like, had four cameras. You know, two for one room, two for the other. Those, that, what happened that, to that feature has to be there. So instead of putting out two hours and 20 minutes, you're technically putting out four hours because you would have a camera on a whole different feed for the entire mm-hmm. time. It's mm-hmm. like, Give us something to work with instead of just playing our motherfucking face like we're children. Oh, we're their children. Um, Leah already kind of spoke about this conversation. Essentially, Shania is a- agreeing that she's not in an official alliance, but that's okay because she's working with all the boys and the boys got her back. Boom. Jonathan was like, Yep, we do. Boom. Yep. And the way it. like Jonathan is in this conversation, like you can tell that. A lot of people are going to Jonathan, and I feel like we'll see that development um, as digital days go through. Like, a lot of people mm-hmm. trust him a lot, and um, specifically being open with him about the game, I think a lot of people in this house do that. And mm-hmm. today in this conversation, she's basically talking about, like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, we all have each other's back, you know. She feels like the two of them, Renee, Rob, Ty, and Zach, can be a thing, yeah. but nothing gets solidified. And I feel like I don't know how she felt in her mind, but it was clear that everything she kept bringing up, 
it's like he was just like, I don't know, prolonging. Like, yeah, yeah. I guess that we could do that. And yeah. da, 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 later in the game, we'll do like, this. You know what I mean? Like, you know, mm-hmm. for right now, it's really early. And she even says, like, you know, it's really early, you know. I yeah. wonder if in the official alliances, but probably not. And um, Jonathan is literally plaguing in this girl's face. Like, that's why I feel like, like, if I have to say anyone can win this season so far, it's Jonathan. Just from the conversations we're seeing. Like, I don't think people are going to see him as a big threat, like, ever. Ever. Yeah. Because the way people I are just agree. kind of sharing their entire thought process with him, as if he's the most loyal man in the room, mm-hmm. whole time he's playing in all of their faces. He's deep yeah. in the guy's alliance. And they think that he's someone that they can talk with. But, um, yeah, we, we see once again that Shanae and Renee, they are just not on the right page again. I hope there's mm-hmm. some type of conversation that we Maybe they're lying. I would hope yeah. so. But they seem pretty genuine really in these are. conversations. They do. Um, and speaking of Jonathan, we start off the next day, March 12th, this Sunday, with a conversation with Jonathan again playing in somebody else's face. Literally. Um, now, Jonathan's parachute is Claudia, from what we've heard. Yeah. And Claudia and him are in the kitchen, and they are going to have a conversation. Essentially, we see them agree that they need to push that Renee doesn't go home. Yes. Which indicates that people are saying Renee could come home. And it's like, mm-hmm. ooh, that's very And very also, it has to be uh, said that Claudia does not know about the John Michael backdoor plan. The only people who know about the John Michael backdoor plan are the boys. Mm-hmm. So, excuse me. So, she's under the impression that um, the nominees are set and Anika or Renee could be going home. Mm-hmm. So, that's why she's trying to make sure it's not Renee. Um, she mentions that Renee and Shanae are her girls. We weren't confirmed on that yet, but now we are. Apparently, Claudia, Renee, and Shanae, they have a good relationship. Those are her girls. And she says, like, you know, Jonathan, we can just use them for numbers. Um, and I'm that's not my people. You know, you're my people. And I'm working with y'all. But they're good numbers. So we need to make sure they don't go home. And Jonathan is basically agreeing, being very, like, he makes her feel comfortable. I would feel comfortable, honestly. Exactly. He it's was just being like very reciprocal in that in that conversation. And it's like, even though, like, for example, Claudia is his like his specific number, but he's having this conversation with Shania, Renee. I yeah. mean, he mentions later in the digital dailies that he's cool with Koozie. We mm-hmm. know that he has these conversations with the guys as well. Some of them don't get necessarily mentioned because they're not game conversations, but Jonathan is having real life conversations with Rob, Ty, yeah. Zach. Like, um, we didn't mention it earlier, but in the conversation between Rob, Ty, and Hope, I remember Rob mentioning, like, yeah, when we get out of this, we're going to go with John, we're going to go to Newfoundland, we're going to travel Canada. Like, people love Jonathan. Mm -hmm. Like, they really, really do. So that's something to watch out for, for real. And this is when we get something very interesting. Mm -hmm. In this conversation, he tells Claudia, you know, Zach's playing Zach's game, and I see right through it. You know, I see right through it. Zach's playing his game, and we just got to let him play his game because I see through it. So we got that. You know, do you I, think that I was? It. I, do you think that was him playing in her face, or you think that's what he actually feels? Because I think he was just playing in her face. I think he's playing in her face. Okay. <laughs> I think he was playing in her face. He does it so effortlessly too. Um, but yeah, but yeah, because he didn't really say anything. He just says Zach's playing Zach's game. Zach is just being Zach, and I see through it. And he go Claudia because now that she with Ty, she just swear to God, they're just the iconic showman of all time. She's like, well, do you? Is anyone talking about me and Ty being a threat? Because I would hate that. Like, I didn't girl, even write that down, girl. Because I was like, please, that don't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> um, but he's like, if I hear anything, I'm gonna come straight to you. Like, I trust you a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's what people saying it's Shania too. If I hear anything, I'll come to you and do da da. And it's just like and, they're eating it up. 
this is when we see that Claudia, Claudia mentions that it needs to be me, you, and Ty. Me, you, or Ty need HOH. So it shows that they, at least Claudia thinks that that could be like some type of threesome they have. Like she knows she's close with Jonathan. She knows Jonathan's close with Ty and Ty's close with her. So they're speaking on that as if it's a three thing. I was wondering like what Jonathan's perspective of that is. And we kind of get it a little bit later on. After this, we see Santina and Kuzi. They are working out. They're not talking about nothing. But the relationship seemed very good. The fact that Santina is just hanging around Kuzi. Santina doesn't hang around many people. Um, but she was just hanging around Kuzi. It seemed like a good relationship. I was like, let me note that. Because they had a good conversation last time. Um, they, she seemed open the first time. And now she's literally teaching her how to work out and stuff. So they're hanging out. After that, we get a conversation with Zach and Ty. They're in, like, the hallway going outside, but not actually outside yet. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. It's just, like, I, I, I've talked about this myself. The middle of Canada house is so big that people can have a conversation and not get caught. But yeah. it's just, like, how do you walk around this house? You already have the inkling that the men were working together. I mean, there are just so many times when the men are just solo, two here, three here, four here, talking, mm-hmm. whispering. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like you have to realize if you're not having a game conversation, someone's having a game conversation. Not everyone's game conversation is surface level. Oh, I don't know. And maybe this group mm-hmm. and maybe this, like, no. Literally no. <sighs> so in this conversation, they are kind of just reiterating the, the the idea that the boys have that they're working with these people and these are our parachutes with the whoop, whoop. And we get some tea drops. Zach drops some tea on Vanessa, right? Yes, Vanessa. He, he, <laughs> He says that, you know, I was talking to Vanessa and Vanessa was like, and I told Vanessa, oh, there's a big move that needs to be made this week. And Vanessa was like, who, Hope? <laughs> and Ty was surprised. And Zach was, was like, like mm-hmm. that's interesting because she walking around here acting like me and Ty, I mean, me and Hope are her like literal ch- sons. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we do know from preseason, you know, that's Miss Vanessa Strash. She's going to be the mom of the house. Yeah. But she getting herself caught up because they are big on working with people who they think are not going to be able to clock the guy's lines. That's why I like Santina. That's why I trust Claudia, Renee, Shania, mm-hmm. Anika, Kuzi, because mm-hmm. they feel like all of them are dumb enough to believe the guys are not working together. Mm-hmm. And this kind of segues them into a conversation about them basically discussing a plan to have Dan and Rob nominated next week mm-hmm. so that they can get out Dan unanimously and break up the image that the guys are working together. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, okay. Honestly, like I was saying, off, off of it, it's like if they pull it off, like they kind of ate that up. Because mm-hmm. at that point, if John Michael goes this week, and let's say Dan does go next week, and there's like six mm-hmm. boys left, like I think they probably could play in their face long enough to like to scoop, scoop their way out. I think mm-hmm. some some people gotten clocked way too clocked for them to be able to be able to avoid it. But I can see some people mm-hmm. being like, oh no, I think they're good. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. This is when they kind of leave the conversation and Zach reiterates that, you know, me, you, and Jonathan, yep. you know, we're good with everybody. And it's like, why just mm. you, him, and Jonathan? Because from, from before this, it gave the four. Zach, Ty, Jonathan, and Rob, that's kind of what's been the thing this whole time. But now we hear Zach saying, you know, it's just, you know, Ty, Jonathan, and me, we got our people. There's no one in the house that we're not connected with. Um, and it's like, okay, very mm. specific. And is it this conversation we learned? That tie he had, he is the veto holder, or is it the next one? Um, I, it's either this one or the next one because the next one he's talking to Anika, but yeah, so Ty is did win veto and he speaks to Anika after this. And they're in the like in one of the bedrooms, and basically, Anika is pitching to Ty 
why he should use the veto on her. But um, we know that Ty already kind of promised to use it on her before this, anyways. But she's like just repitching it. The way, the way, and I, I find I keep breaking it up because it's so it's so important to to explain how they're playing. Like I think a lot of people are playing the way they're playing because they're not fans. So Anika, like the way she's like breaking it down to him, she's basically saying like, in my opinion, ABC general ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, well, literally. first of all, I trusted you. And I picked you. So, you know, let's say if you save yeah. me, you know, it can simply just because, like, I picked you. Like, you know, like, there's nothing else. Like, if anyone's asking, like, it doesn't matter because, you know, I just picked you. So it really is not mm-hmm. that big of a deal. And also, how does that make you look? Like, yeah. you can look shady in the house because I did pick you. I said I trusted you. And they didn't pick me. So you have to think about those things. And then tie in this conversation, this is why I feel like, okay, like, him and Zach, their cockiness, I think their ego, it could potentially get ahead of them. Because I did the not get that from Ty. I did not get that Ty speaks in this conversation specifically, mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, it was giving me Zach vibes. Like, he kept talking over her. Like, I will say she was rambling. Because obviously, <laughs> Nika's nervous. She's on the block. She picked you. You not. You're now. You're not confirming that you're using it on me. So he's basically in this conversation like I have to speak with Santina. I got to speak with the HOH. But as she's speaking, Ty is just like, okay, well, um, if I can convince Santina who to put up, who would you want me to put back up? Mm-hmm. As if he's HOH. Like he literally says, if I can convince Santina to let me use it, who do you think I should put up? I mean, man. one she didn't even clock. But you know. <laughs> She she kind of talked to something. She's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, I need a name. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, well. And then she basically sells on John Michael. Like, okay, well, but okay, well, I'm gonna use it. Yeah. And John Michael's gonna go up, and that's it. Okay, okay, yeah, no. Like he just kept <laughs> shutting her. And it's just like I feel like any. It's like it's so obvious to see mm-hmm. like okay, clearly this man. Well, I think she already is aware that ties in the position of power. Um, yeah. but it's just like. He's flaunting it in my in my opinion. Like it's so mm-hmm. clear in that conversation that you want nothing to do with me. You want nothing to do with what I'm saying. You kind of already checked it out. And I just yeah. feel like if you're acting like that week one, imagine yeah. how you're gonna act week down weeks down the line. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like you have to yeah. have like compassion for everyone in the game, not yeah. just someone that you think is a relevant player. Yeah. People don't have people don't have, like you said, compassion for people who they don't feel like are in a position of power. Like this girl's all the way on the block and he's finna use veto on her. She needs me. So people don't have patience for those type of players. And I think that that comes back to bite them. Like the best players are able to speak to everyone in a way that at least makes them feel wanted or makes them feel comfortable. And he just seemed impatient. He seemed very impatient yeah. with the Nick. After this, we see Shanae and Ty speak a little bit. Yeah. It's not really a real conversation. It's like a yeah. very surface level ties like well, what do you think i should do Shanae's like you know we'll just talk to santina that's it and like that's what they do Shanae, renee claudia it's more so like a general question <laughs> excuse me how do you think i should do this or how are you feeling or what are you thinking or who do you trust and mm-hmm. what should we do as if they actually care as if they don't already know a plan and mm-hmm. then Shanae, Renee, they're just like, well, I think you should do this. And well, what about, you know, she's like, you should go talk to Santina and see what she wants and da 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 da. And it's like, yeah, it's just like, oh my them. God, like, are they eating it up? Like, I, I, I'm really hoping that Shanae. <laughs> we don't know confirmed, but. <sighs> I mean, I just hope we really yeah. out of room by now. No shame. But they also mentioned that Dan came second in this video. Yes. Almost in the lead, could have won, but Ty beat them. So it's like, mm-hmm. I think. That could also so be another reason pin in that. Yeah. why, you know, it was mentioned that, you know, Dan can probably go next week. <laughs> yeah. After this, we get a combo with Vanessa. 
Vanessa and Hope. Vanessa and Hope in the hot tub, child. Mind you, this is a mainly personal conversation. Uh, she's telling him how much I'm sure my husband loves you and whoop de whoop de boop. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she just got exposed two conversations prior. Yes, by that two times and Hope. <laughs> Uh, so at this in the conversation, Vanessa eventually asks Hope how he feels about everything. Like, how do you feel about nominates? How do you feel about everything? And you know, it's gonna stay between us. Like, don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, like if me. you were in that position, who would you do? You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, you can tell me. You know, I wouldn't say anything. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a general question because at the end of the day, you are going to be in that position one day. Mm-hmm. And here go Hope. Yeah, you know, I, I will be Hope eventually be in that position. Uh, one day I'm going to be in that position. That's going to be hard. Ooh. Hope is such a nigga. That's like, going to be a be hard. Like, <laughs> not such a nigga. Like, I'm just saying, like, I'm like, I know Hope. Like, I feel like, like, you know, like <laughs> Hell the yeah. way he responds to me, I'm just like, nigga, you ain't saying shit. So like, he wasn't trying to reply. And here go Vanessa. Well, you know who I don't want to see go? The heart of the house. <laughs> And it's like, Vanessa, you're so head-ass, please. She's like, someone like you. Because, you know, I understand the message, and I want that to transcend outside of this house. And it's just like, Vanessa, girl. <laughs> please. You be, just got caught. It's funny because it you just ate, got caught. Thing, it would have ate if she didn't just get caught. It's like, and we know that, we know I don't know why she, why, she would so tell like, Zach, well, why she would tell Zach. Well, that's the thing. It's not like she said, I'm targeting Hope. All Zach said was, a big player is going to get out and she said who hope so maybe she wasn't even actually trying to target them she no, was just responding because that, that would have i know me neither i'd be like oh <laughs> and waited for an answer stop <laughs> saying names you're not saying nobody name. well, i don't know literally <laughs> after this um ty and jonathan they speaking in the uh, backyard this is a very com- important conversation in the backyard in the fake backyard and at first we get Ty, he's somewhat like calming Jonathan down a little bit. He's like, yes. you know, you don't don't worry, don't be worried. Um, well, we'll just get through this. So week. he was specifically telling him not to worry about uh That's that in this exactly. conversation. Yeah. So from what we learned um earlier, Ty feels some type of way about Rob. We haven't heard any, you know, reciprocation from Rob to Ty on that, but Ty feels some type of way about Rob. Mm-hmm. And we kind of get that a little bit more in this conversation. We get the details, really. So at first, he's, he's telling Jonathan, calm down. Don't worry about Zach. We'll just take it this week. This week, we need to get out JM. And then Ty tells him, oh, I'm using the video on Anika. It's going to go smoothly or whatever. And then he kind of asks Jonathan's perspective on the Rob and Zach situation. Mm-hmm. So essentially, the situation is that Rob does not trust Zach. Yes. Therefore, Ty does not trust Rob because mm-hmm. Ty feels like that's a crack in the foundation of us four. And he's kind of asking Jonathan, Jonathan's opinion on about, about that. And Jonathan is like, you know, I feel like this is something we can deal with a little bit later down the road. Exactly. I feel like, it, you know, it hasn't really necessarily been brought up to me. Neither Zach nor Rob have talked shit about each other to me. Maybe they just think I'm close to both of them. And then Tyler was like, well, yeah, you know, Rob did say um, that Zach was trying to pull Santina close to him and that Rob felt some type of way about that. So apparently, Rob and Santina were cool. We saw that in the episode today, that they were cool. Like, they were Mm kind of flirty cool. And apparently, Zach kind of got closer to Santina than Rob. And Rob felt some type of way about that. Mm -hmm. And Rob expressed this to Ty and to Jonathan. 
And Ty's like telling Jonathan, like, yeah, Rob did say that though. Rob yeah. did say that. And I think this is just a really interesting conversation um, for Ty. I love it because dissension within the men. Love to see it. Period. But I honestly, I remember thinking, like, oh, okay, like, preseason Rob, were pro- Rob and Ty could be the duo. Like, I really thought Rob and Ty yeah. would be the duo. So it's interesting as Ty and Zach. Yeah. And it's, I, I find it crazy that Rob isn't disloyal to Ty. I mean, even Jonathan, he says, for the record, Rob had a conversation with me yesterday, and he said he's only been transparent and honest with me and you, Jonathan yeah. and Ty. Yeah. So, Rob is loyal to Ty. Yeah. Very much so. And I feel like I've seen that with the conversation that they had. But Ty cannot get over the fact that he feels like Rob is going to cause problems within their group because mm-hmm. of the things he's been saying about specifically Zach. And they're like, who cares if Zach goes home? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's the concept, Ty said this in his preseason, I want to rock with some people and I want us to rock all the way to the end. I don't think it's, uh, I think the fact that Rob feels any type of way about anyone in the group is why Ty is like, ooh, because that's a crap. Because that's yeah. someone who's turning against the group. It's week one still. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's still week one. And Rob started talking about Zach in a negative way. And I think that's why Ty is like, mm-mm, with Rob. And you know what's something else I pulled from this com- conversation? I honestly feel like it's an intimidation factor from the simple fact that I can see that Ty probably feels that Rob is playing a similar game, which is mm-hmm. why he's a problem. Because mm-hmm. even in the conversation, yeah. he's stressing to Jonathan, you know, Claudia is your piece, and I would never take yep. that away from you. You know, yep. she's your person, but it's like you're in a whole showmance with her. Yeah. That he you just said, told to Santina that you want to use to protect you. you also and he's close Anika. to Santina. <laughs> you also have Anika. You're also close to Santina, and he's also close to Kuzi. He's also, also close to Kuzi. I mean, to Shanae and Renee. He just yeah. don't like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like he's saying, oh, you know, Claudia's your person. I would never get close to Claudia like yeah. that. Like, even though I'm in a safe showman, it's like, that's you're still your person. Yeah. It's like, said, you're mad that Rob is also building these connections because he says he feels like Rob is trying to make other people's person his, his person. person. Yeah. Like Santina, like Claudia. Like, mm-hmm. he feels like Rob's getting close to Claudia. And that was projection, babe. Because he's doing the same thing. And I think that's what it is. That's why I feel like it's really an intimidation factor. He sees Rob, an attractive man, a fit man, someone that has a lot of social connections, similar social connections to him, mm-hmm. and he wants that leg up. See, he's not... Ty isn't afraid of Zach. I think... If he hasn't said it out loud, it's very clear that what Zach is doing is not gonna it's gonna run its course. It's, it's gonna, gonna burn out. Yeah. And Ty is also very aware of everything that Zach is doing. Yeah. He doesn't feel that he's aware of everything Rob is Probably doing. Not. But I think it's interesting because everything we've seen of Rob is including Ty. Very simple. You know, Renee, he's he's That's scared because he feels like Rob has Shania and Renee and trying to get other people, but Shania and Renee wants to work mm-hmm. with you. So I just I'm 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 hoping he, he acts on it because we need some dissension. But at I the same agree. time, is it the smartest thing for him? I don't necessarily think it is because Rob mm-hmm. loyal to you. And at the end of the day, if Rob yeah. is not loyal to Zach, that's not a problem for you. Yeah. It's a problem for Zach. But, and see, what I was thinking was, I was thinking if, if because the plan that we heard from Zach and Ty is that Rob and Dan are going to be the noms next week. Rob is the pawn. But now hearing that Ty clearly feels some type of way about Rob, What's gonna happen next? This week? What's that Rob gonna give? And um, also, we heard Ty not seem too fond of Renee. He doesn't seem like he wants to keep Renee. Uh, and it kind of seems like he might allow Renee to go if that's necessary. Um, and so it's like, okay, you don't like um, his pawns, Rob's pawns, and you don't really like Rob. I feel like the wrong way to go about it is to get Rob out. Mm-hmm. I think it would be smarter to just get out anyone who might be Rob's pawn. Like, I guess, Renee and Chenea, if you don't want to work with them. The pro about Ty is that even though those people do want to work with him, so does everybody else. There's not one person in the house that doesn't 
that doesn't want to work with Ty. Even Vanessa, it doesn't seem like she doesn't want to work with Ty. Um, exactly. I don't know where Daniel and, stands, but every Nika and Koozie do. All the boys do. Santina does. Claudia does. Um, Jonathan and, and Ty are and being Jonathan. included in every person's yeah. thing. Like yep. I, I, I would, I would, I, I can confidently say. I mean, we don't know fully where Daniel Head is at, but everyone's idea of alliance, Jonathan and uh, Ty are being included. So yeah. it's just like I, like I said, strategically, I don't think it's the best thing if he acts on it because at the end of the day, I mean, you're just gonna, uh, you know, give NBC yourself. If you turn on Rob, I mean, you could fully lose Shanae and Renee. Renee already feels that way because of the veto yeah, being used. You know what I mean? And like I said, I just feel like. Ty, I don't think he would, but he could. I think Ty's ego could get in his way, and if he were to make a decision like mm-hmm. that, I think he, he would get need, clipped. After. I think he would need to take Shania and Renee out, then yes. he could take out Rob. Yes. I think, or even just one of Shania and Renee, and then Rob. Mm-hmm. I feel like to take out Rob too early would be a, a bad decision. Rob is but, someone who it com- who can compare to Ty. If Rob goes, Ty's the only that archetype in the house. You're if right. that archetype becomes a threat, it's gonna have to be Ty instead However, of However, I do think he can Rob. hide behind a Zach. He can hide behind a, uh, a hope if that happens. But I still he has, maybe saying. not a hope. He has options though. He definitely yes, has he options. Um, but I think too early might be. It, I don't think it's necessary for it to be too early. Just take yeah. out his. Just take out his pieces. If you don't like, he has many pieces. Take them pieces out, babe. But but that's speaking of think. pieces, that's another thing I really really like about Ty. I feel like we mentioned it a lot with Anthony. A big reason why Anthony did not win BBK Seven is because when he got to the jury phase of the game, the people voting were not his pieces. You know, and yeah. I think Ty, he is. 100% putting on focus on the people that he feels like are his. Yeah. He even tells Jonathan in his conversation, like, the people that he's focused on is them two, <coughs> Zach, Claudia, and Santina. Mm-hmm. Now, he doesn't mention Koozie, and he doesn't mention Anika, which personally fears me a little bit, because I would love to see Koozie and Ty be a secret final two, take it always to the end. I think it and is we know secret. from their separate conversations, that it seems like Koozie yeah. knows way more yeah. than and that conversation leading on. And that, that, and that comes next, but it just in general, I like how that. I mean, throughout this whole day, you kind of see him do it, and it kind of, it this conversation shows why he's doing it because he feels that way about Rob, and it's like to me, yeah. I see this as him securing his people and his 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 parachutes, his yeah. persons, and his votes when it comes to a jury. Yeah, I think Ty has an open plan and he has a closed plan. I think the open plan is what he just said: Santina, Zach, Jonathan, himself. Um, I think the closed plan is. Koozie, um, maybe a nigga, maybe even a hope if that happens. But at the end of the day, I think, that, I, I think low key he, he's he's very aware that like the, the group he named, like he's yeah. very aware that as long as he can keep Koozie and Anika, wow. like with that group, he'll have Koozie, Anika, Claudia, maybe even Santa, maybe even Santa, Anna, Zach, like and Zach, maybe Zach on this side and Jonathan on this side of that power yeah. structure, and he's putting in the work to also keep Anika and Koozie safe. So it's just like. Mm-hmm. Ty, this is week one, though. He got to keep it up. He's going to have to keep it up for 10 more weeks. It's impressive. It's impressive. I like I do feel like the ego could potentially, like I said. I do not see the ego thing. I really don't. I think he's humble. I think he's humble. I just think it's clear that all of the guys, because they're in this position, feel a sense of safety. And I think Zach and Ty... They, you can tell by the way they speak. They feel like they're in control. And I feel like Zach, we yeah. see it more prominently, but I saw it with Ty in a conversation with Anika. Just kind of like his the way he spoke to Renee. It's just like, mm-hmm. you feel like you're in control. You understand that you're in control. And I feel like if you feel that way this early, I just, 
I mean, this is a 10 week game. What I like about Ty is that he's still scared. I feel like the lack of being of the lack of fear is comfort. I don't think he's comfortable. I think the reason he's doing all this about Rob is because he is still uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. that what that's what I like because um usually it's bad to have such a big ego if you are not afraid. Well, like kind of Zach doesn't seem that way, but Ty seems scared. For yeah. someone to to keep moving out of fear, uh, it's helpful in a to an extent. We saw last season with Kyle scared ass when he was making um, white alliances. That was helping his game. That was helping and, his yeah, game but, a and lot. That, and, that, and I think when that's you, kind when of you're working out of fear. So. And that's kind of my big fear though, because it's like at the end of the yeah, day, if he only works that's point. not going to necessarily be the, big, the best move for him because yeah. he solidified himself outside of Rob. But it's like, who knows what's going to happen if you actually make that move? Yeah, he should not make that move. I hope he doesn't get that scared. I think there's a there's a balance of how scared and how confident you should be in the game. I think Ty right now is in the middle because he is very scared, but he's also very comfortable. So I think he's in the middle. I feel like there's people who are more confident, like Zach. That it's like, ooh, I'm more worried about a Zach. Um, we'll see. I'm not worried. He can go. Not worried. After this, Ty and Koozie have a conversation. The big two. Don't be big through. Ty and Kuzi are in the bathroom, and this is when we see they're speaking very openly. Mm-hmm. And it just when Ty talks to Kuzi, it seems like it's real. You can feel the energy. The energy feels real. Why almost every time they have a conversation, it feels like we're in the middle of it. It's like they come back. Yeah. It's like she already knows something, and they're just yeah. discussing. There's already no information, but it's like literally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of easy to just say this. I mean, Kuzi's like the only woman that seems to be in on the plan. Aware, aware. Other than yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. the H-O-H. Yeah. So it's like, how is Koozie getting her information? We don't know. Mm-hmm. We have to swim this between. It's from Ty. It's probably but Ty. Ty, Koozie knows a lot. Yes, she does. So in this conversation, Koozie is speaking about um, the potential to take out Dan. Um, kind of. She's like, this week is going to be jam. And it's like, oh. So she knows. It so- is. So, so she knows. She already knows. This girl in the house knows. Every almost every guy is aware, uh, except Daniel and JM. Mm-hmm. And she's the only girl other than the mm-hmm. H. Other than Santina, and she also says next week is going to be Dan, which is the plan. We heard from Zach and Ty earlier that that's going to be planned. So Koozie knows this week's plan and next week's plan. Koozie is one of the most you know aware house guests. By the information they have. Even more, but that thing, Koozie's more aware than some of the boys. I don't even think all of the, like, I don't know if Hope even knew this at this point. But at this point, we know, like, Zach and Ty, we learned that Rob is aware that he's going to be the nominee. Jonathan is aware. Um, and her, does Santina even know that the next noms are Dan and Rob? Don't think I, so. I absolutely don't. So I feel like at this point, Koozie has more information than majority of the house guests because she knows that next week Dan is going to be the renom. And Koozie's like, okay. Who if JM goes, who's somebody that Dan Dan might have? Mm-hmm. And Ty is like, you know, he's he's gonna be with the majority with us. Um, uh, the majority, us, Zach, we kind of he's gonna think he's with us. So as long as people think he's with the majority and we have the majority of the house, then we're gonna be good. Then we move. This then is we move. move. And, and Kuzi, we move. Kuzi gives him like some information. She's like, Yes, because he thought that JM staying was gonna um y'all were gonna use JM against him and this, this, and this. So if JM goes, then Dan's gonna be good. Like he's gonna be calm. And then we can now. get him when he's calm. And we and can get him when like he's calm. <laughs> Period. So I really um, love this I love this position for Kuzi. I feel like she's in one of the best positions because 
Well, I wouldn't say she's one of the best because I, I feel like she isn't safe enough because she's not in any real majority. However, the only real majority, there isn't really a real majority. is the guys. Everything else is a Which parachute. Which is only four because they don't even have, so, they don't have solid parachutes. Yeah. They barely have a solid alliance themselves because yeah. Rob is against Zach from what we hear. And yeah. we saw it in the um episode on the diary rooms. Rob had a diary room. He was like, Zach, he's doing a lot. Yep. Zach is doing Which this, is this, why this. I'm so shocked that not everyone is just against it. Because and like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I figured that someone would bring it up and everyone would be like, You're right, Zach can go. That's what yeah. I thought was gonna happen. So they hear that time like, I don't know. Like, I don't really fuck with that dude. Mm-hmm. It's causing a lot of dissension because, like you said, it's the Rob versus Zach and things. You can assume that mm-hmm. Zach knows this team, and now Ty is, you know, not only talking about Rob, but is actively making moves that I feel like are yeah. setting up against him in a way. Yeah, like he he's is. solidifying his numbers because he's scared of what Rob is potentially doing. Mm-hmm. But I think Koozie, like, this is a really good position because if he's going to keep feeding her information, she's able to act, you know, on the act accordingly. So, yes, for example, like she, she, you know, when he speaks to other people, he does mention that Koozie is his person. And that scares me a little bit just because I, I would want it to be more secretive and also makes me feel like, okay, maybe she is just a his person. Yeah. But you don't just tell your person all of this too. Like, and he does a lot use, of information. And he doesn't and, use it a lot. There's not, it's not often that he says, there's times where he doesn't even mention her name. He mentions Claudia, you know, I'm with y'all, Claudia, Jonathan. So when he, he, when he does mention Koozie, he's always like, "Mm, I kind of have Koozie or "Mm, a little bit. He always puts an adjective to it to diminish how close they are compared to how much information he was given in this combo. So I still think it's a secret, but it's a secret that he's trying to protect. He wants to keep her in the game by me. Because if he doesn't say he's with Koozie, she could go home. They could be like, well, Koozie can go. She's not She's not none of our parachutes. So he has to mention she's his parachute, but in a dimensional way. Exactly. Because it's like, so when he fights for her to stay, it probably won't look weird or anything like that. Yeah, I'm just hoping I'm not delusional. I hope that's the real part of too. But yeah, like I said, it feels like it. That conversation feels yeah. the most real. And also, yeah. like, it's just what she's able to do with this information is to basically improve her game. It only helps yeah. her because now she's able to walk around these guys knowing they're working together because yeah. if you have one conversation with any of these men, it's obvious. And she's having very close conversations with Ty. Mm-hmm. So she knows them and they're working together. She admits it in the episode. So it's just like she's now able to know the real plan while also consistently just playing in their faces. So all Kuz has to do, in my opinion, at this point is just coast. And my sister is good. Yeah, because the issue with players in Kuzi's position is not having the knowledge. Truth. Yeah, the, not having the knowledge of what's actually going That's on. That's why, like... And this like, is, like, one of the first players who have the ability to play good who also have the knowledge who aren't in that majority. Yeah. This is, like, the first time we've seen this in Big Brother so far that yeah. someone who's not in this majority kind of click has the information still mm-hmm. um, and they can be a good player so i'm interested to see if she can i think she can with this position this hand she's given so far she still has potential to like really get that win because she has I the information so well. she has the information more so than a lot of other people more so than some people in the majority literally that's because the thing like like at first i was like okay the the main thing is the five boys their parents were santina renee shania Excuse me, Claudia. But from now looking at it, because of Ty giving her so much information, when it comes to knowledge of the game, I mean, when Renee and Shanae are, Claudia are walking around trying to get game and get access. They're trying to learn information, and they're still being shut out by Rob, by Jonathan. Mm -hmm. Ty giving her the information, she's able to act accordingly. Now, I don't know her other relationships in the game, but she's created a great relationship with Santina. Good relationship with Zach. She has Anika. She has Ty. I'm hoping that she has other good connections as well, like with other guys. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Next digital daily, it seems like she does. We'll get into, but it's like she's she's good. That's my sister right there. Mm-hmm. So the next day, we get another one. This is Monday. The last digital daily we have so far, March thirteenth, the digital daily. We start this off is Santina and Todd. They're talking. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really say much new information. They kind of just speak about the um, general decision because we find out that. Santina has backdoored. Who's your backdoor? What's that boy? JM. JM. John Martin. John Martin. So John Martin <laughs> is going to be the backdoor. And poor um, John Michael. I feel so bad. Poor John Michael. So they have like a general conversation about that. It's clear that Santina trusts Ty a lot. Um, I think that I feel like Ty's just trying to work this relationship with Santina in a way that benefits him. Kind of like his fear of Rob. He wants to get close to other people's number ones because Santina's technically that. Ty is putting in work towards getting there, but they don't yeah. say um, anything. Specific. Yeah. Well, Santina, she she kind of mentions that like um, she's kind of on the Dan thing now. She feels like Dan, yes. if he stays, that he will probably try to get the boys next week. So that's why he's a problem. Already kind of yes. sowing that seed. And then they also mentioned Claudia. Apparently, after JM was backdoored, Claudia was really sad. She was upset because Claudia and John Michael are really close friends. And um, it was basically like Claudia. Claudia's now in the showman's with Ty. She's been trying to work with Santina. She's trying to work with Zach and things like that. Mm -hmm. So she was shook because she felt like, you know, y'all knew this and no one told me. And she asked Ty, you know, like, did did you know, essentially? And she was was like, she did. So they're kind of discussing, like, how can Santina have that conversation to fix that relationship? And Ty is also kind of giving her that that pep talk. And this this is why I think you're right. I feel like when it comes, I think Zach and Ty, they both do a similar thing in telling people how to play quotations yeah. i think zach is more forceful whereas ty is a little bit more calm it's it, 100 like paul but mm. even this conversation ty is like you know you shouldn't talk to too many people i'll go around talking for you don't talk to too many people i got it whoop, whoop, whoop. Mm. it's just like i don't know i would take that as like who's you telling me how to like i got this from what from my experience watching big brother ty does it like more so like Derek levasser level mm. four and zach does it like paul where Zach is very stern, he's very obviously, and he he kind of tells the person he's talking to that I'm better than you, um, so listen to me. So you have to listen to me because my brain is Ty, special. Ty does it in a way that Ty does it to people who have he has a relationship with one, and two people who are just going to he does it in a way that's not as not aggressive, kind of aggressive. I feel like Zach does it in an aggressive way. Ty does it in a more passive way. So if you don't know he's doing it, you might not notice. Or if you're just not a fan or a good player, no shade, you mm-hmm. might not notice what he's doing. Or you might not care. Because I can see if I'm in the game and there's a and I have an ally and they're telling me, they're giving me advice, I can see how I might not care about that. But after this, we get a conversation. This is a good conversation between Rob and Jonathan in the Circle K room. So Rob mentions that someone came up to him, a woman came up to him after the nominees claiming that they want to work with him. And Jonathan was like, you know, she's doing that because she wasn't expecting the back door to come on. And I think they're talking about uh, Vanessa here. And essentially, she wasn't expecting, what's that boy's name? John Michael to get back So now she's kind of like backpedaling, trying to get, um, get in where she fits in. And this is kind of adding to the Vanessa narrative that we've been having because we saw last update, people were saying that Vanessa was playing in people's faces, saying Hope name. And now Jonathan and Rob are kind of clocking that this girl is on to them. She's doing a lot. We cannot hear you. Pure. 
Oh. It's like, Vanessa, you getting caught up. Apparently, after JM was back door, she ran up straight to Rob. Yeah. You know, you know I want to work with people. I want to work with you. And, you know, and Jonathan was like, she's probably only doing that because she sees that you have a hand in things. And it's mm-hmm. like, honestly, it's like a lot of players are doing that. Anika, Daniel, Kuzi. It seems like a lot of them, Shania, Renee, Clark, like they're like, we know the boys that are, that are running it. We mm-hmm. have to get close to them. But they're only clocking when certain people do it, like in Vanessa. And I think that's really going to be the biggest downfall of the guys because all the parents are right. way more aware than what y'all think. Like, and there's nothing y'all can do about that. Mm-hmm. And this is when um, they agree that basically people who are clocking us have to go. So they're like, when Vanessa's gone, when Anika's you know, gone, gone, when JM's gone, then we're going to have to start looking at people who are a little closer to us. So, and this kind of gives me is this the elimination order? Is it going John Michael this week? And then you're going to want Vanessa and then Anika? They want Vanessa, but other people want Dan. Mm. Or Rob wants Vanessa. It sounds like Rob might want Vanessa, but we know Zach and um, Ty kind of want Dan next week. Exactly. So it's probably, it could go, but that's thing after Dan is probably going to get Vanessa. It's given pre jury might be after JM, Vanessa, a Dan, an Anika, and maybe one of the boys. Okay. Uh, so it's like, we're just going to have to see how that, that shapes up. But that, like they said, like they said it right here, we only have two or three people before we have to start taking people out who one of us are close to. Yeah. And I don't think this group of boys, it's not giving Mark from Pretty Boys, no shade. It's not even getting Adam. It's mm. giving, they're going to want their people. Jonathan's yeah, not going to want Claudia to go. Ty's mm-hmm. not going to want uh, Anika or um, Kuzi to go. Um, Rob is not going to want Shania or Renee to go. He was already getting antsy about it this week. Yep. And Zach is damn sure not letting his people go. So it's like this group of boys. It's going to get nasty. And they only, they don't have that many people to kind of like, okay, well, you can go, well, you can get clipped. You know what I mean? After so these next really week, they don't have nobody. After Vanessa's gone, Dan's gone, and even a nigga might be hard because I don't think Ty wants a nigga to go. Mm-hmm. So after two more rounds, it's going to be, oh, because everyone else is a parachute. It even goes like that in the next two rounds. So like I was saying, it, it can be like Dan and Rob next week, and then somehow, oop, Rob, out, oh, oh, <laughs> Literally. Oh, so, so this season is shaping up. It might be a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when we get the conversation between John and Rob, and they mention how they like Kuzi. Yeah, they say they say John's like you know, Random. I Random. randomly. John was like, you know, I think I could also build a relationship with Kuzi. That's someone who can go far with us. Yep. And Rob agrees. Yeah, yeah. Rob says, hope that she can get HOH. Yes, she can get HOH and she can take out one of the boys. Mm-hmm. She, she can put up Rob the house. Like, she can put up me. She can put up Dan, and we can take Dan out, and then we good, and then we can bring her to the end. It's like okay, Rob mentions that Claudia and Shanae are getting close. And he starts talking about how he doesn't want to fake flirt with Shania. He doesn't want to be a fake flirter type of person. He wants to kind of keep it, you know, I just don't want to do that. I just feel like um, people might think that I'm doing it on purpose. He doesn't want to be the person to fake emotions and fake Mm -hmm. all these feelings and da-da-da-da-da. So he's trying to prevent himself from doing that, I guess. I think the biggest thing that, like, I pulled from this conversation mainly was that it's clear that Jonathan's loyalty is probably to Zach and Ty because Ty was very transparent in how he felt about Rob and what he thinks Rob is doing. And it's clear from this conversation Jonathan has not shared that to Rob at all. Yeah. So I do think – I don't really know where Jonathan is fully going. Um, that's the thing. I think Jonathan's in a really, really great position. I just – I don't think he even knows what to do with all of the placements that he's in. Like, he's in this great spot. You know, naturally, and now it's kind of like, can you pick it up and actually do things with it instead of just kind of like telling people what they want to hear? And mm-hmm. so far, it's like he just tells me what they want to hear, and it's like, okay. But I mean, it's working for him. 
Yes. Throughout that conversation, we kind of got Rob making jokes about Hope here and there. He made like a few jokes about Hope, like saying things that were like, I guess, corny to him. He was like, Hope said, um, Hope, they were in a room and Hope was like, maybe we should save JM. And this kind of made Rob laugh. He kind of made the joke to Jonathan. Jonathan didn't seem receptive. So I was like, is Rob like kind of like anti Hope? Because he was making a lot of like, a little big. Okay, mm. interesting. So that's just whole time. Time plot of ass. <laughs> you need to worry about the other nigga. No say. After this, there's the double date for an hour. <laughs> said it. There's a double date. It's um. Girl, we don't give a damn about that shit. It's Renee and Hope and Ty and Claudia. They have a double date. Boom. Anyways, after the double uh, date, I guess we learned Claudia and Ty. Sorry, I kid. guess they kissed. Anyways, after that, I like Claudia, I like Ty, just not together, y'all. Yeah, that's my man. After that, period, John Michael (laughs) and Kuzi have a conversation. Essentially, John Michael is trying to get the votes. So he's speaking to Kuzi and he's talking about the votes he might need. He's saying that he's mad at Santina because Santina promised him that she would not nominate him. She said she would never backdoor nobody, it's giving fake as fuck. And he's talking about how he needs to make sure the votes are all on one person if he were to get those six votes that he needs. Yes. That they all need to be on one person. He because tried- there's three people on the block. So it's like, even he was like, yeah. even if you get the votes, it can be, all okay, be. three here, three here. All of them need to be on one specific person. And that yeah. makes it a little bit harder, which I don't even think about. Yeah, definitely makes it a little harder. Um, he mentions how he likes Ty to Kuzi. He says, I spoke to Ty. Ty said, if anyone can flip the votes, it's me. And Kuzi does a good job at like, essentially playing in his face. It makes, it seem like, makes it seem like she's supporting him because Kuzi knows he was getting backdoored. Kuzi knows um, the reasons why he's getting backdoored. That's Kuzi, the real Kuzi is part of the plan. <laughs> Period. Kuzi one of the reasons why. Kuzi spilled that tea on that conversation real quick on your ass. Um, that's why I love, like, especially watching conversations uh, today. Um, just as we go along with Kuzi, knowing that she knows more and more that she's letting on, it's like the way she speaks to these people, like they will never know. She's in this room mm-hmm. with him like, okay, well, what votes do you think you can get and who do you think you're working with? And like giving mm-hmm. him a pep talk as well, similar to the one we saw in the conversation with Santina on the other Digital Daily. It's like the way she kind of speaks to people, it's as if, you know, we're in this together yeah. and this is what we need to do and this yeah. is the advice that you can take to move forward while she knows the real plan in her head. But she's just like, well, you don't need to know that. After this conversation, she leaves. Claudia comes in the room. And when Claudia comes in the room, Claudia and um, John Michael talk. And he pitches very similar things to her. He quickly starts mentioning Ty. And Claudia quickly is like, I don't want to be compared. I don't want us to be seen as a pair. But JM keeps mentioning Ty to her. He kind of keeps mentioning, like, well, Ty told me this. And I just feel like this. And I feel like that wasn't the right approach for Claudia. But, hey, him and Claudia are cool. So I did feel like that was pretty specific. Like, he, because he mentioned in the Kuzi conversation, like, basically, they they would kind of have a slight conversation about, like, who they can, numbers they can get. And then he mentions how Ty is someone that mentioned, if anyone can deliver a back door, it's me. Yeah. So he's kind of like using that on Claudia. And yeah. I feel like he was only doing so because he's like they were together. And it's like, Claudia, don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was the right approach, but um she does end up opening up opening opening up to him about Santina because John Michael was like, Yeah, and you know, Santina, she promised me this and she told me she wasn't gonna backdoor me and this isn't this, this. And Claudia was like, Yeah, you know what? I agree. That was pretty fake. Yeah. 
Um, and it makes me feel like I can't trust her because, girl, I tried to talk to her multiple, multiple times. We told y'all about one of the conversations. Yeah. And she's basically like, Santina did not open up to me. I tried. I literally tried twice. I tried before I was safe. I won the safety. I went back, tried again. That girl was not talking to me. So it's like, I don't even trust her. And then she puts you up. So it's giving yep. I don't trust her. And this one, she clocks Miss Bird's, you know, shake. And she's like, it just seems like she only wants to get close with the guys. Like, she's a guy's girl. And, and the fee, the fee switch. And like, now, is this the problematic shit y'all talking about? Fuck her. Her guys, girl. I, I will say after the 24, guys, girl, that's a sensitive topic. But, but that is for Santina. All I gotta say is Santina <laughs> Paloma would be best fees. Let's see. Uh, so the fees switch to a tie and koozie conversation. <laughs> You're like, period. They talk about what I and koozie gonna do, and then think they they check they in with each lot. other. And I really, really like this conversation. I think mm-hmm. for me, it felt like I don't have foolproof yet, but it feels like more and more. Okay, this is ties. Like one of probably his closest allies. Like yeah. for sure, for sure. I agree. I feel like I feel like they're good because Kuzi asked Ty. She says, "What's the tea on Rob? How's it going with the and Rob?" It's like, damn, she know about so it's like she knew <laughs> about the Rob but situation. Isn't that hilarious? It's always like Kuzi being like, "So what's tea with Rob? Yeah. So what's going on with uh? And what's this? Uh, what's you gonna go with? It's like I don't now really know. I can tell this is. It felt like to me Ty trusts Kuzi, but he wants to be careful with what he said. Uh-huh. That's kind of what it felt like as his response. But he was basically like, you know, look, Zach told me that uh, Rob is saying that he doesn't trust Santina and this, this, and this. And apparently um, Santina knows because Zach told Santina. So now Santina's also worried about Rob. So there's tea on that. Like Zach is trying to make Rob turn. No, Rob is trying to make Zach turn against Santina and Santina turn against Zach. And that's the tea. So he tells her that tea. And it's like, that sounded like some inside the boys. That's what I was thinking. Because at this point, he, he basically just dropped That's what he told Jonathan. Exactly. So now Kuzi's aware that Rob and Zach got tension. Apparently, Santina hasn't been aware of that. We don't really see any acknowledgement of that from Santina in the rest of this digital daily because this is a very, very boring one. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's very clear that Kuzi has she. I, I think she knows like the the structure of the alliance almost just just a bit. Just she a bit. She has some information. Um, so that was I very good. She has enough to be able to connect all the dots, in my opinion. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of information. After that, um, what you gonna say? I was gonna say she tells Ty to speak with Anika again. Yeah. She's like, you have to speak with Anika again because Anika is questioning. Um, basically keeping JM in the game and things like that. And uh, she's telling him, what you have to do is you have to speak with her. Because if I speak with her, it's going to turn into a discussion. If you speak yeah. with her and mm-hmm. I come and close it, it'll be science will deliver. It's like, okay. Yeah. Hey, like, I don't know. It's just a dynamic duo. I love to see it. I'm hoping uh, it. Because if Ty play in my bitch's face. I don't think it's given that at all. I don't, I, I, I don't think it even matters. Because she has so much information that it's like, baby, yeah. And I was telling, um, I was telling Lee this off the podcast. I was like, it's giving, Koozie is his is his parachute, but it's a parachute he's actually gonna leap to. It's like this alliance is, well, I'll ride it out until the end, and then at the end, I'm taking Koozie because I think Todd will probably think he can beat Koozie. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, can he? <laughs> we saw Koozie before. Probably not. After this, it hops back to JM and Claudia, but they're kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. And then uh, Claudia leaves the room and Santina comes in and they decide to talk. So they go to the HRH room to talk. Um, before they talk, JM is whispering to herself, like, calm down. Just uh, play nice. Um, in this conversation, he kind of apologizes. It's a long combo, but I didn't get to tea because they were just saying nothing. Because he apologizes 
for it's, it's basically just sex and bullshit him. Like yeah. it could have been a quick conversation if sex was straight up was just like, Yeah, you're my target, I yeah. want you out. He apologizes but, and he asks her, Am I your target? And she says, Well, I just feel like in the future, I don't know if I'm gonna ever be your target. And honestly, she doesn't have a good reason for him to be mm-hmm. the target. So there isn't really a way. Because the reason is Zach's and ties and robs. Yeah, but and she thinks it's but she's not able to get nothing. She kind of just beats around the bush this entire conversation. As she Michael, always does. John Michael tries his best to try to get her to like just be and, real, basically. And John Michael already knows how she speaks in these conversations, but she doesn't trust people because he yeah. realized that he was going up yeah. days before um, it was really <laughs> fully conceived plan. It seemed like so. It's like I think he's very aware, but he keeps trying to stress in this conversation that I'm loyal to you. If I stay yeah. in this game, I can't I be back. loyal to you. And she asked, and I was like, Oh, what? is she being receptive a little bit? Because she was mm-hmm. like. What ma- what makes you want to work with me? Mm-hmm. And I know JM had to come up with something quick because I know <laughs> what not at the top of the front of cortex, baby. But he was like, um, I see the comparability. I see that you're unfazed by things, and that you know mm-hmm. you can work that angle with the guys. It's a bunch of bullshit. I would have been like, I would have been like, girl, honestly, I just wanted to work with you in the beginning. That's why. Yeah, I mean, I literally <laughs> picked you. I've been wanting to work with you. The reason why we won, you have situations because of me. Right. I just know I would have. I'm sorry. I would probably. I would have. I. There's no way I can have a normal conversation with Sexy after she put me up because she would have already pissed me off the way she's talking to me. She just ignore regularly. Like, so dry. Like, the the, 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 the caginess. The the way yeah. she kind of like just won't give up any information. The way she speaks to me that she's not aligned with. It's just like mm-hmm. stop talking to me. And now that you nominated me and you playing in my face, it's like okay, I would love a conversation with me. Because I mean, he didn't get anywhere. He didn't. Act, I don't think he got anywhere nothing in that happened. conversation. It was a long conversation for nothing to happen. Um, he gets emotional a little bit. He also got emotional in the koozie and Claudia. It wasn't real. I was gonna. Add, I was gonna say I don't one hundred percent feel crying. like it was. It was like. I, it, felt genuine, it felt genuine with and Santina also. It felt genuine with koozie, but Claudia and, and, and Santina. It went right back so, to talking after he exactly. crying. It's like so. I, I I don't know if that was game or not, but. I mean, I would way, it really does suck. And honestly, I, I guess we can talk about it here. I mean, John Michael, when he goes home, um, unless something flips up, will be the third consecutive queer uh, Asian eliminated yeah. first and before the Canada. Julie Boo. Yeah. Melina. Melina. Your <laughs> sister. And John Michael. And uh-huh. it's sad that the person doing it is one of the o- only other Asian people in the house. And I think that's something else if you're a, Not fan, a fan of the game. Maybe she yeah. wouldn't have done. I mean, some people, mm-hmm. those things don't matter. Some people don't have solidarity with their uh, minority group. It is what it is. But it's just like, it's sad that, like, this is happening at the hands of someone that he could have had a normal, he could have had an off the back connection with. I'm pretty, that could have been the reason why he even wanted it to. Like they did have the off, yeah, it seemed like they did have an off the back connection. They picked each other to play. They were um, very communicative during the comp, but hey, he moved. Mm-hmm. She did. It is what it is. And, and and the thing is, she did it by nominating the, the other agent in the house. <laughs> Took her off. And then back to John Michael. It's that thing. What the fuck are you doing? That's the move. And she moves because I'm not moving. <laughs> the last conversation of the day was between like Anika, Jonathan, and Kuzi. Mm-hmm. They um kind of loosely talked together about um Dan. Yeah. And Dan basically, don't talk to nobody. he don't talk game to nobody. He doesn't give nobody anything. Is giving dry bland nothing yeah and that's kind of a setup for the next week we hear dan might be the target next week yeah. them agreeing that he doesn't talk game kind of makes them all feel this way and anika she kind of has been thinking about um saving john michael a little bit and this is kind of a, a way to push it since dan is on the block honestly for a lot of people dan might be the better person to go yeah i was thinking john michael 
kind of has a chance. He should have a chance considering people's games. I think John yeah. Michael is better for like at least six people's games than. But see, that's the thing though, and, and and this kind of gets brought up in this conversation down the line because Shania ends up walking in. And they kind of ask where her head is at. And she mm-hmm. says she spoke with Dan. And she says, like, for her, the consensus of the house is going to be JM. Because yeah. at this point in the game, your chips have to align with what the majority thinks. Yeah. People don't realize the Renee, the Shania, the yeah. Anikas, the Kuz. They don't fully get that you guys are the majority. If you yeah. just come to fucking get it. And they're strengthening this guy's alliance by all basically running to be their parachutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it sucks because at the end of the day, Y'all are making the majority, and y'all are voting him out. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's just all that gets so misconstrued in in these earlier weeks. It really does. Yeah, and that's what's stupid about like when it comes to the vote. Because if I'm in the game, the majority is gonna be what I think, Mm -hmm. and that's the thing. The majority is what someone in that game is thinking. The majority is really just what Zach wanted, Mm -hmm. and it should be what you wanted. If you're playing that game as hard as you can, the majority should be what you want. So if I was Shanae or even Kuzi, no shade, I would be like, well, I don't want John Michael to go. So it's not giving John Michael needs to go. And I would have got the most. A lot of people are afraid to try to get votes for people on the block. But that's the only way someone on the block can stay. I can see why I wouldn't want to do it. It's week one. John Michael's a damn near lost. A huge target. Like He, he is damn near a lost target. There's so many people who do want him to stay low-key. Anika does. Claudia low-key does. And... Kuzi I'm pretty sure Daniel probably wants it. Who's he? Mike, Daniel, Mike. That's it's it's, it's more so just like the accepting of the fact of like, hey, we're probably the major. We're the major in the house. We don't have much say. We don't want to go against the big group. And, and, and he could probably get six votes if he tried. Hope wants him to stay too. Hope was trying to convince them to keep him to stay. So it's like there's a lot of people who want him to stay, but um, they would have to speak out about it. Mm-hmm. And speaking out about it is scary because who do you talk to? How do you do it? So someone with the information would have to do it. I think if Koozie wanted him to stay and she was willing to risk it for him, she mm-hmm. would. But no one's willing to risk it for him. He doesn't have that much those close bonds to risk it. Yeah. So there's that. But um, I don't know. So that's where we stand. JM is backdoored. If he can get six votes on one particular person, that's good for him. I think it could happen with Dan. No one really likes him. He doesn't talk to nobody. But um, it's far-fetched. Good luck. He will have to be a good what, what the fuck is Dan doing? Because, like, Dan, from our knowledge, is not a confirmed parachute or anything. I think Dan just thinks because he's a boy, the boys got him. Because yeah. every, every other person that has, like, says anything about Dan is just like, well, he didn't say anything to me. So, literally. We don't Girl. know who he's loyal to. So that's where we're at. Yeah. Santina was the HOH. She backdoored the person who helped her get HOH. And the people nominated at this point is Dan, Renee, John Michael. The target is likely John Michael. John Michael is the target, and he's likely going home this Thursday. Yeah. So unless something changes, but I doubt it. So there's two more episodes this week, and then on Friday we will be back to go ahead and cover the ratings of the players. We'll go ahead and rate everybody how they did based on this week. We'll also have some updates on what happened with the eviction. All that tea we'll give you on Friday, so make sure you tune in on Friday. If you like this digital daily uh, recap, make sure you tune in next Tuesday when we'll be doing it again and again and again to recap you all the digital daily tea or whatever per Thank you for uh, joining us. Follow us at T Reality Kingdom on all motherfucking social medias or whatever. And before I'm 